Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Rise and shine. Google, it's go time on a Tuesday morning at Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Back in the saddle. And we're pulling this horse into the playoff barn here in about five days. Uh, of course, so last couple days we've learned it'll be Saturday Night Fever here at the stadium. It's darn near unimaginable what's happened here down the stretch, isn't it? From where we sat to where we are and now what could possibly be in front of us. And we've got a lot of jag talk this week, man. This is a big one. Now, look, for selfish reasons, I don't – Saturday Night is perfect for me. You guys know what show we do. Sunday night football, we would have given it a good go. But, man, uh, Saturday night just sets us up uh, for some kind of party downtown, man. I I mean, I just feel like this is going to be some combo of, you know, welcome to Rockville and Florida, Georgia and and monster trucks and you name it. Anything that a big concert is going to be uh, a stadium jam-packed full of Jags fans, too, I feel like. And that also is going to be a new experience for this football team. You know that, E.T.? Good morning, my brother. How are you? Did you have a good holiday, good Christmas, good New Year's, everything? Yeah! All right, good. Glad you to... already know, my boy. All right, glad to hear it. I just, uh, I feel like this is going to be a game that this roster has not experienced here at home. They've never played in front of a full jumping Jacksonville joint where just about everyone there is rooting for them. Our biggest crowds have come with, you know, half of the stadium occupied by the visitors. And we've sent them home sad, too, haven't we? Raiders, sad. Ravens, sad. Cowboys, balling, crying, sad. So this Saturday night, man, uh, again, the joint is jumping, and it's going to be all Jags. I cannot wait. Um, so lots of Jag talk. Um, as we go along today, obviously, you're going to hear uh, some Doug Peterson, some Trevor Lawrence as the team prepares for, well, the biggest game in a long time around here. I mean, in a long time. It was not just yesterday that they made that magical run in 2017. You know, if you're a senior in high school getting up to get ready today, congratulations. You were in seventh grade when they did that. It's been a long time, man. How how good can they be? How far can they go? And what will the path look like? Got to beat the Titans first. I will say one thing. Now, you know, maybe I'm too long in the tooth, as they say. And I've been around here for every single Jaguars game. It's before the franchise was even awarded. Since touchdown Jacksonville was an entity just trying to get the NFL's attention. I've been uh, seeing a lot of Jaguars football. Explained through a lot of storylines. I am a tad uncomfortable, and I'm guilty of this too, with all of us acting like the playoffs start in two weeks and we got a home game. The Titans are coming to town this weekend. They've got a running back named Derrick Henry. They could potentially hand him the ball 40 times. There's no playoff tickets that have been printed. They've been sold to a lot of y'all. You've got them in hand. NFL hadn't printed any playoff tickets that says the Jaguars have a home game. You've got to take care of business against Tennessee this weekend. And I'm just a tad uncomfortable that we have all taken that for granted. 
And if it were any other team, or if it were other than the Titans, I mean, taking them for granted might make a little more sense considering how the football team is playing right now. 50-6, to by the way. That's your combo score the last two games. They've had easy pickings in front of them, and they've done what good football teams do. They've picked easy. Beating bad quarterbacks, and another one comes to town this weekend. I I mean, all you need to know about Josh Dobbs, he couldn't crack the rotation here through the quarterback, you know, uh, desert that we wandered through. So, really, there's only one path to victory for the Tennessee Titans. It includes two ultimate elements to any formula they have. Run Derrick Henry and cause some turnovers. It's the only way Tennessee wins. They're terrible. They're no good. They're not stopping anybody. Their offense is a disaster. Their quarterback situation is awful. But we took the first half of that soul back when we went to Tennessee and won a few weeks ago. Right? Made a big thing that week about those bastages stole our soul in 1999. I think we can reclaim the other half with a win this Saturday night in prime time. I am a, just a big fan of where we were flexed. I can't wait to be down at that stadium and experience the Jaguars atmosphere that we haven't experienced since the Bills playoff game in 2017. And uh, we'll get the opinions, the points of view of Masseur's Trevor Lawrence <clears throat> and Doug Peterson. As we move along, got a lot of college ball to kind of catch up on. National title game is uh, set. Boy, if you're a Georgia fan, you got to be loving your chances. We'll get into that as we move along. But our, leading off this morning, if you were watching Monday Night Football last night, you, you saw really maybe one of the scariest things you've ever seen as a sports fan. And I was thinking about what I have seen as far as being watching it, as far as watching something live when it happened, this would be... It would be up there with what we saw Keontae Johnson on the Florida basketball team at FSU a few years back. Real similar. A real similar scary situation. But this one was scarier. This one was scarier than that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about yet, you will in about an hour because it is a dominant narrative this morning. Uh, The Buffalo Bills have a safety to Mar Hamlin and midway through the first quarter last night, uh, a crossing route by T. Higgins. Hamlin came up from his safety spot. Uh, and he made the contact, and he and he kind of contacted um, his upper body from like his chest up is what what hit, and including like the front, not the crown of his helmet, but the front of his helmet uh, hit T. Higgins, and he went to the ground with a tackle. He stood up. You could tell he looked kind of maybe groggy or something. He stood up, and then and then collapsed, dead weight, fell to the ground. They brought the ambulance out and did CPR on an NFL player right there in the middle of the field in front of both teams. It was alarming to watch. There are, you know, and I don't like this fact, but praying for has become a cliche in this country. It basically has become code for, gosh, I, I kind of care about that. I hope he's okay. Last night was one of those literal praying for moments. You don't have to know... DeMar Hamlin, you don't have to be a Bills fan, you don't have to be a football fan. But to see how that thing played out last night, should have got you on bended knee or at least in quiet introspection because it was frightening. John McSherry was a Major League Baseball umpire. He, he collapsed and died during a baseball game behind the plate. That was in the 90s. That was scary. Saw Hank Gathers fall for Loyola Marymount. You know, the, those are 
those are instances, those three. And those are the only three I can really put up. I can remember some real dire uh, stories. Uh, Daryl Stingley was a receiver for the for the Patriots back in the early 80s, late 70s. And he got hit by Jack Tatum coming across the middle. He laid prone, ultimately was uh, paralyzed. His life ended up being cut short. I mean, he went on to live another 20, 30, 40 years, but, um, you know, never got out of a wheelchair. You know, there have been some, you know, violent, you know, impactful injuries and situations in sports. Most of them, you, you're not watching live when it happens. So last night was kind of a first when it came to that. I was watching the, the Florida, Florida State basketball when Keontae Johnson uh, went down. Uh, they, are, they are saying it's cardiac arrest. You know, again, nine or ten minutes they were performing CPR. We'll have Doc Murphy later in the week, and we can kind of revisit this when we have more info. But I have been told that nine minutes of CPR should not be alarming. If they, if you keep, if they can keep your heart beating, you know, the CPR and the breathing, it's, it, it's you know, it can go up to an hour sometimes. But th- these are gladiators, man, metaphorically, because they're not gladiators, man. They're just dudes playing football and very good at it. Violent, fast-paced, physical, and, and last night we thought for a while perhaps deadly game that they play. But this isn't the Roman Coliseum. These aren't felons that are asked to perform in front of a bloodthirsty audience. They're... Jared, dudes that went to Pitt, whose family are at the game, 24. And so hopefully it'll be okay. The, 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 the latest update is he is in critical condition. Um, and hopefully we'll get another update here as we get into this morning because the hospital where he is being held was not going to offer any more statements until this morning if they offered one then. But at last check, he's currently in critical, critical condition. Um, you know, again, midway through the first quarter, the game was uh, postponed about 90 minutes after kickoff. CPR administrated to the 24-year-old for up to 10 minutes after he collapsed following the hit. He received oxygen as he was placed in the ambulance. And keep in mind, his entire team, the brotherhood of, of, of NFL players, are right there watching this. These are grown men Tough guys bawling on the sidelines, bawling on the field, unable to control their emotion. I can only imagine. And I watched in a tough spot the ESPN crews handling as it happened, right? And the real emotion that it stirs up in former players like Booger McFarlane or Ryan Clark. And and Booger, I thought, made a good point. He goes, look, man, we're, we're used to breaking bones, tearing ligaments. Missing time with concussion. We're not used to CPR being performed on the field. In fact, just about uh, everyone that has weighed in has never seen that. I know I haven't. I've never been to or watched a game where they had to bring CPR out on the field to revive. I mean, understand what CPR is. Trying to get your heart started. You're dead. At least briefly. So, um, he's currently sedated, listed in critical condition, and we may not even have any more statements this morning. Uh, The Bills, for their part, remained at the stadium well into the night, uh, then departed shortly after midnight and returned to Buffalo. Now, uh, 
certainly the health of Hamlin is the most important you know, issue that has come out of this game last night. Well, there's a practicality here if you're the NFL. You know, this isn't a college basketball game that you can just cancel. This didn't happen in week three where you've got some wiggle room in your schedule. I mean, we're, we're down to the end. These are two teams that are jockeying for overall home field advantage, <laughs> excuse me, in the playoffs. These are two teams that are jockeying for their division. It, it a a just tragic dilemma. Obviously, tra- tragic is not the right word. The tragedy in- involves the player, but the the practical dilemma that you have here of the NFL is how, what, what do you do with this game? And it, it's not a throwaway game. You know, if this were the Cardinals and the Rams, you'd say just kill the game. Who cares? It's not. Two of the best teams in the league. And and and, and sadly, the way it works, uh, and and hopefully it includes Hamlin improving as we go along. This will be forgotten in two weeks. It will. It, Again, prayers up that he does survive. Um, but I and and you know obviously the NFL isn't going to come coming out with some you know isn't going to come blasting out some itinerary on how they're going to make up a game when everyone's thoughts and prayers are 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 you know right now one hundred percent towards Demar Hamlin. It, it was an eerie sight though, you know, to, to make the hit and then to get up and then just like out on your feet, fell completely back, conked his head off there. Uh, Cardiac arrest, I'm assuming, happened there. Uh, Doc Murphy texted us last night when it happened, so I can get in maybe a little bit into what he saw, just like us from watching uh, television. Um, But it it was a somber, somber uh, situation, And, and it's just in such contrast to how excited you are to finish up your long holiday stretch with one of the best games on the NFL schedule all year. With these two teams, like I said, positioning themselves uh, for Super Bowl runs and for playoff positioning. And we'll give you any updates as we go along. But if you were up last night and followed the story, and if you didn't, if you've you've done anything today, um, this is probably not the first you're hearing of it. But there's no update as of, you know, the middle of the night. And the middle of the night is that he's uh, been sedated. He's in critical condition. But... Uh, was breathing on his own. Thankfully, his family was at the game. They came down from the stadium, able to be with him in the ambulance. Um, but it it was uh, beyond a a somber scene, and you know, voices from the NFL and the sports world, and and just you know, general slice of life, um, sending prayers to for a situation that that you know, honestly, you don't tune in expecting to see. So. Um, first and foremost, any and, and all updates when it comes to the health of the young man will we'll come first. God, uh, let us all pray that he that he doesn't die. That he doesn't, that the end of, yeah. I mean, not the millions, not the fun of playing, not the game, nothing. And nobody should go to a job where they can die. And I think sometimes we forget, that's a just a tragic, visual, stark reminder of what a, fast-paced, physical, violent game they play. We got breakfast with Baselli today, too. It'll be interesting to get Tony's perspective, being a former NFL player, uh, as we move along. And, and again, we'll give you any updates we can. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, a young, second-year player, a safety for uh, the Buffalo Bills, 
in a critical condition at a hospital in Cincinnati, suffered cardiac arrest, um, CPR performed on the field during last night's Monday night game. And again, just so uh, overwhelming, you know, that they thought about keeping him around and seeing what was going on and, you know, maybe playing the game, but they they quickly uh, put the kibosh on that. And, and so the game is canceled or postponed. I just, I don't know how, I don't know how you make it up. I don't. I I don't know. I, I guess both teams play their games next week, and maybe there's a scenario where the game literally doesn't matter, but I can't imagine that's the case. And, you know, the, the playoffs and the Super Bowl are, are, you know, what every, all 32 teams work for all year, and you have to keep, I would think, the integrity of that of that bracket and how you come up with it. Do you, do you push the entirety of the playoffs back? I just don't, I don't know. And, and it's not like the old days where there's two you know, buys where there's a possibility that both Buffalo and Cincinnati would be off. No, if they don't both have to play in the first round of the playoffs, then certainly one of them will. And, you know, where do you put the game? I mean, it's Tuesday already this week. Buffalo is home. Can you ask them, the Bills and the Bengals, to play a game on Wednesday or Thursday and then and then maybe ask them to play the following Tuesday? Maybe they do it that way. You know, I don't know. Maybe you make them... Or have them play Monday Night Football with, and just make sure that for each, that their playoff matchups will be the later of the playoff matchups in week one. Certainly the NFL hadn't put out anything on that yet. So, all right, look, let's let's revel instead in, in our successes and our excitement over what this Jacksonville Jaguars season has, has turned into. Now, since we last left you, 50 to 6. Let that sink in. Now... Well, let's get into some of those angles when we come back on the other side. So glad to be back uh, with, I missed you guys out there. It's 641 that's the phone number. Also, the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. You can reach us via the email at the drill at 1010XL.com. Uh, where the Jaguars uh, sit, uh, pointing, whew, pointing toward the postseason with the Titans coming to town this weekend when we return here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Um, it feels so surreal. Like, I can't even describe it, but I, I cherish it. Every second that I can, you know, every second of every day, we just had our prayer, our, our DB prayer we do every Wednesday. Mm. Outside, he was next to me, and I just grabbed his hand a little bit harder just because, you know, you never know when, like, the last day could be that you get in a experience something like this, you know. So I'm just – I'm cherishing it every moment I can. That's that's Damar Hamlin a month ago, a month and a half. That's from November up in Buffalo on the, uh, on the radio there. He pushed into a starting role because they've had injuries at safety. I, I think the best – most accurate update we can get on Hamlin. Now, again, this is, uh, what, eight, ten hours old even now at this point. But Jordan Rooney is his marketing rep and good friend. And he did put out last night on social media as an update on DeMar. This was at uh, 1030 last night. His vitals are back to normal. They put him to sleep to put a breathing tube uh, down his throat. They are currently running tests. We'll provide updates as we have them. And that is basically the latest of what we know. And again, I, you know, I would expect as we move through mid-morning and, and towards noon, uh, we would learn more there. You know, I, I said earlier, I haven't seen many incidents like that. There were some others that were brought up. You know, when I said I was referring more to happening during a game, you know, like someone brought and like uh, to the point someone brought up Dale Earnhardt. You know how scary and tragic that Sunday was at Daytona, but inside the car, you didn't see the trauma like we did with say Keontae Johnson, Hank Gathers. And now last night, um, DeMar Hamlin. 
there have been others, right? I mean, Lynn Bias famously had a heart attack. It wasn't, you know, during a game. Reggie Lewis was another one for, for the Celtics. I think his had in pra- happened in practice, though. I don't think he, you know, he, he, he went down and fell and ultimately died in a game. Uh, Corey Stringer in a practice. There have been a lot of tragedies. There have been deaths in sports. I don't mean to, to you know, minimize them or, or lower that number down to two or three. Um, but as far as just happening right there in front of him, and for me watching the game live as it happened, this is only the second time I've ever, I, I can't, re- you know, some of these things happen, and in your mind you can't remember if you're watching live because you've seen them so many times. You were aware, like the Hank Gathers, I'm certainly aware of the story. I can't remember if I was watching that live per se when it happens because Loyola Marymount was a, was a big deal, and, and Gathers was going to be a number one pick. So these were, you know, the, these were pretty sturdy sports headlines. The tragedy notwithstanding. So, <clears throat> uh, we'll see. We'll go from there. And obviously, you know, as I said, you're going to get any updates uh, as they become available all day long here, whether it's during the update segments on 1010XL or, or, do, or, or during these uh, shows uh, themselves. Again, Tony Baselli, Breakfast with Baselli, got a lot to talk about, including the Jaguars. Really, it's what's impressive about this football team is that they really, they started the playoffs when they went to Tennessee, didn't they? Right? I mean, in, in effect, that's what's happened. Now, who knew that Tennessee would collapse like they did? They had a little more wiggle room than they thought we did. But here's a football team in back-to-back weeks with what should be easy wins. and Well, maybe not even the Jets an easy win. I mean, the Jags weren't even favored in that game. But we said before this three-game stretch, to make the playoffs, you're going to have to beat Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, and we said at the time Malik Willis. Now it's Josh Dobbs. Mission accomplished so far. You know, by going 50-6 to six in the past uh, two games, it's been pretty well established that this is a team that's got its head screwed on straight. That should give you a little bit more, you know, confidence, put you a little more at ease heading into the Titans game this weekend. You know, we, got, we need one more statement here against this football squad to just try and put 1999 to bed. That may be the closest, you know, that the atmosphere at the stadium has been since then, got our own version of Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Fever, whatever you want to call it, man. The, the, the joint will be jumping here in Jacksonville uh, for sure. Um, last week was equally impressive, right? Spent all week wondering, well, do, you, do we even need this game? Should we even play this player, that player? And Doug Peterson, again, man, I mean, going back since the Detroit game, this dude has been master psychologist in what he's telling his team, what he's telling the media, and how they're responding. After the Detroit game, this was a one-off. This isn't who we are. They responded, right? They went on the road and beat the Titans. Then you got to follow that up. Then we had a short week. You know, all these things. Then you had a game last week that didn't mean anything. This is a young football team. Don't go telling a young football team it doesn't mean anything. I mean, they, who knows how the game may go. And the game went like maybe it should. A dominant team beating the pants off of an inferior one. Uh, Trevor Lawrence knows that his football team, you know, worked through their fair share of distractions before going into Houston and setting up this finale against the Titans. Yeah, it was a big, big win for us. Um, obviously, you know, with a lot of the d- distractions kind of around this week and knowing what's what's in store now for this next week, you know, I thought we handled our business today and that was the plan to come in here, start fast and um, control the game. And I thought we did that, you know, offensively. A lot of stuff to clean up. Didn't play our cleanest ball today, but... You know, the defense played great, and special teams was awesome. So, 
kind of made up for it. Then we had some huge plays on offense. So did enough to win. Obviously, it's not our cleanest game we've, we've had. But um, at this point in the year, it's just about winning. And so we're, I mean, obviously, we're, we're happy with that. And to be able to win that way, you know, it's, it shows the, the growth of this team when you don't necessarily play your best, especially offensively, you can still dominate a game like that. So it's, it's cool to see our team continue to come together. And um, we all know what what's kind of at hand this week. So we're, we're excited for the challenge and uh, ready to get back to work. For yeah, and this week, we all know, right? The game's been flexed to Saturday night if you've been under a rock or, you know, maybe just hanging out with the holiday fam and not paying much attention. Jags will play the Titans Saturday night. And I'll, uh, be per- I don't know how people feel out there. What's been the general feedback? Do they like the Saturday night? I, how, I don't understand why any working community would want Sunday night over Saturday night. Like everybody I've talked to, they're excited about this yeah. Saturday night game, I, I, including I, me. Okay, because I, I saw initially, like, some, oh, well, we didn't get the Sunday night game. Shut up. Who cares? And I'll I give don't you, care. Well, and I'll give you one thing, too, now. And, and again, we just some people got to reach for what the negative angle may be to anything. But this, this nonsense about losing a day of rest, who cares, man? Come on, man. Come on. Seriously? They played Sunday. They're going to play against Saturday night at 8.30 instead of Sunday afternoon at 1, and you're going to worry about the rest? Or that the Titans have been off since Thursday? Who cares? Doesn't matter a bit. Whatever happens this Saturday night in Jacksonville will have absolutely nothing to do with having to play on a Saturday. They just went to New York on four days rest and dominated the Jets 19-3. These are prime conditioned athletes who, you know, the difference between now you, if you want to play off of Doug Peterson's initial comments that he's, you know, he really would have preferred a Sunday for the extra day, then that's fine. That doesn't mean it's, you know, worthless per se, but not near a big enough factor to offset the fan advantage. Let's make one thing clear here, gang. This is for us. All right. This is for me, who's been here since the, the team was announced in 1993. This is for E.T., who's been a Jaguar fan since he was, you know, carrying the ball in Pop Warner in Clay County. This is for you listening to the audience, especially those of you who have been around through it all. This is for us. The players come and go. The names change. The jersey numbers switch. This team is excited for themselves. They should be. They're excited for the moment that they're creating for Jaguar fan. But having a team that's not an absolute joke of a failure, that's for us. This game is for us. And for us and me, Saturday night is best. This is about uh, it's about you, the fan, more than Trevor Lawrence or Doug Peterson. We have, through, through thin and thin, stood with this football team. Through the jokes and the laughs and the lampoonings, from the ridiculous draft picks and silly roster moves, from failed free agents to football follies every Sunday afternoon, we deserve this. We do. More than any player on that team, we deserve the happiness of a playoff berth. I'm serious, too. They earned it. They should be happy. There is a feeling of accomplishment. We deserve it more. And nobody on that football team. Tyler Shatley's been there the longest, I believe, at nine years. Nine years. <laughs> Talk to me, kid. Nine years. That ain't nothing. I mean, heck, like I said before, it's been five years since we're even in the playoffs. And it was, you know, another 10 before that since we were. 
No, this is for everybody, every little kid, right? Not even little, every high school kid getting in his car this morning whose team hadn't been any good since he was born. It's for my kids. I got 26-year-old, 27-year-old boys who've experienced nothing with that football team. This is for us. Saturday night's perfect. We'll do our part, and you boys just keep knocking it out. The Titans are coming up this week. You know it, I know it. Trevor Lawrence knows it. The biggest thing is you can't treat it any different than any other game. You can't try to do more or less, or you, know, you just have to trust your process and what got us here. You know, and I think we've we've gotten in a pretty good groove of just the way we prepare, the way we uh, get ready for these games. You see, it's been paying off for us the past month and a half. So we just got to trust that you can't try to do a bunch of things new just because you're in a position where it's a must-win. You know, to get in. You know, for us, it's it's the same as any other game. You know, that's that's kind of been our mindset the past two months. So. For us, we just got to continue to do what we've been doing, prepare the same way, um, have a great week of prep, and uh, put ourselves in position to win on, on Sunday or whenever whenever the game's going to be. So there's uh, Trevor Lawrence. Let's hear just a little bit from Doug Peterson. He met the media again yesterday. We also have some comments lingering from, uh, from earlier in the week. Look, um, you know, it, it, this guy has done an unbelievable job with this football team. I mean, it's just unbelievable. He's broken all these streaks. They hadn't won on the West Coast. They hadn't won a road game. They hadn't beaten an NFC team. They hadn't beaten, you know, the Texans in forever. And they're just chopping them down one by one. He's he's kept them as some combination of, of, of confidence, even though they're losing. They stayed together, even though it would be easy to fracture. And then players and, and, and schemes have developed. Like, what has happened to the defense? Is it just because the quarterbacks have been so bad? I mean, is that why we've gone back-to-back games without allowing a touchdown? I mean, holy cow, if the team's going to play defense, look out, league. Look out. The offense is good, man. The offense is good. Ingram has become, a top, from a production weaponry standpoint, he's a top five to ten tight end in the league this year. Travis Etienne is over the injury. He's a threat to take the distance when he touches the ball. We saw it on Sunday. And Trevor and just his, his involvement is just, you know, breathtaking really I mean to see what we've to see what we've watched Doug Peterson has won Super Bowls he's made playoff runs he's he's played on playoff teams he's coached teams that have won the Super Bowl ET cut 12 he knows that this game coming up now this Saturday night is a big one yeah you know it should be electric it should be I mean we're playing for the AFC South you know and and um you know, we need, we need all our fans that can get there, get there, and, and uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere, and um, our guys will feed off of that energy, and uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun one to coach and play in. All right, so uh, there's just some of the thoughts from the two main cogs in this wheel so far this year. So, all right, um, let's uh, come back. We've got a football fix. Uh, also, some bowl game observations as we get you up and rolling on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Um, family run and operate now for oh. – all right, we're back. we got a Dailies Double Take brought to you by the Dailies Dash. Dash away all and enjoy deli-quality sandwiches. This ain't gas station food, my man. Yummy. Do you use some of those Dailies? Uh, man, I went like three days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I hooked him up before Christmas. I yeah, knew he boy. Would. Good. <clears throat> uh, oh, from the uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, i got a new rule for this new year. You make all the sports takes that you want. You can, and and whether, you know, we agree or not, you 
You start throwing around like you know personal and cuss words. I'm, you're, you're never you're never contacting 1010XL through that that format again. They already started with that Just, mess, man. They, well, I got an idiot on the text line, and that's what I'll call him because it's fair. That somehow through the entirety of recalling what happened last night, focused in that I don't care about the health of the kid, and all no one cares about the reschedule. You're just some sort of virtue signaling jerk if that's what you take out of what we've talked about. And I would guess that many people, it's okay to do both, by the way, you simpleton. It's okay to care about the kid more than anything and how he does and also be aware of the, the league, the National Football League, and have an important game that has to be played. You know, if your mind is big enough, you can incorporate both those thoughts at once. Give it a try sometimes. But, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm not playing that all year long. So to come on with these, you know, the name calling, like a little petty, little petulant, little, you know, fourth grader, it's just, I'm not, not going to have it, dude. And I don't think anybody but you, based on the text line or what we heard, took what we said or what I said with any sort of that it's cold or calculated or anything else. You're just a hater and a loser, and that's and you respond by lashing out on text lines because you don't have the, you know, stones to do it any other way, I guess. So go to the Yahoo message boards or Twitter or wherever it's you go to keyboard warrior and virtue signal to everyone how much more you care and how much better you are. Knock yourself out, Chief. Won't be on the text line, though. <laughs> it's a true, though. The rescheduling of the game is a factor of what's going to happen. It's not, look, today, I'm not saying it's the most important thing. I'm saying it is a part of the story. It will be. Or for fans and otherwise, on what happens with that game, and it's an important game. No one said it was more important than the health of this. That's an idiotic thing to even suppose. Right? It's idiotic to even think that. So, um, there you go. Um, from the text line, so what are your thoughts on Doug P for Coach of the Year? I think he is the Coach of the Year. But he's not going to win Coach of the Year. Somehow they're going to look at Brian Dayball as doing, you know, more with less or, you know, whatever it is they're going to do. Uh, seemingly unaware that the Jaguars have had the number one pick back-to-back years. I don't know. I, I don't think – I don't think it – I don't think he should be Coach of the Year. I think he should get every vote. I think Doug Peterson should get every single vote vote for coach of the year. Every one of them, all 32, however many they are, it should be unanimous, especially if they win the game this week. I'm supposed to be more impressed with Brian Dayball and the Giants. I'm impressed with them. He also did a real good job. Doug Peterson took over a team that lived through the Urban Meyer tornado a year ago. He took over a team that for Two years in a row was the worst team in the NFL, and they're going to win a division this weekend. Yeah, I I don't, I I don't, I I don't, I don't have a, not even a second thought that he should be the the coach of the year. I I mean, I would, yeah, I would, I'd, I'd get up on that wall and you know fire fireballs at the detractors all day long. I don't think it's close. I honestly, I can't make an argument for another coach. He took over the worst team in the league and has them on the doorstep of a division title. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't. They're, they're missing the boat on that one. 
Back to the dailies double take. I got a little distracted. I'm going to take you to the world of basketball real quick. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tee up a football fix for you. Boy, we had some supersonic scoring last night is where I'm headed. Spider Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, plays for the Cleveland Cavs. Boy, the Nets, a, the Knicks may regret that one for the forever. This guy wanted to go play for the Knicks. You understand that. Dude had 71 last night in a win over the Bulls. Cavs came from way back to win that game. 71. It's the most since uh, Kobe had that, what, he had 81 maybe against Toronto there in the, the home stretch of his career? Yeah, 81. So 71 for Donovan Mitchell last night. 71. By the way, he also had 10 assists. First of all, 70 hasn't been reached much in NBA history. It has been reached, but he's the first player ever to score 70 and have at least 10 assists, and that would include old big Wilt Chamberlain, who seemed to be pretty versatile, didn't he? Uh, meanwhile, uh, out west, it figures it would be against my Hawks, but uh, Clay Thompson decided to remember that, hey, I'm a superstar. He went for 54 in a double OT win over the most disappointing, underperforming, Diva-led team in the league, the Atlanta Hawks. I've soured on them so bad, E.T. I don't even know what to tell you. I, I mean, I am so I am more sour on them than I've been on anything in a long time. And I just des- I want to blow it up so bad. I don't. Who wants Trey? Who wants him? You can have him. Welcome to the Lakers. Yeah, you can have him. The problem is Lakers can't give me anything. I need. I'm going to need like draw, draft picks or something it in runs. return. Yeah, I just can't run. That's that. That would be like the ultimate Atlanta Hawks move, by the way. They got a superstar and trading for Russ and pay Russ, you know, a zillion dollars. I don't know, man. So they got issues up there in Atlanta for sure. All right. Uh, that's the Daily's Double Take. Let's now uh, take on some NFL storylines. It's a football fix. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers and Mandarin Home Life Business Auto. Now, obviously, the NFL world uh, has its eyes on Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin. Uh, at last check, um, critical condition. But with vital signs having returned, and again, we'll wait on anything new. The, the, the latest reports that we have on anything are a good six, seven, eight hours old now. Certainly not out of the woods and prayers uh, going up for uh, for the Bills and safety. Tamar Hamlin. So the Jags get slated to Saturday night again. I, I couldn't be happier about that. But I, the Packers uh, get the Sunday night football slot. And the only odd thing about that is, is it can be determined by the time they play. It's just kind of... Kind of weird, but uh, nonetheless. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is walking back a sack celebration he had. It was not in good form. He, you know, he injured Nick Foles. Foles is laying on the ground about to die, and Thibodeau's doing snow angels, you know, eight yards away from him. So uh, Jeff Saturday, by that way, uh, called that sack celebration trash. Might also describe the Colts coaching of late. I don't know. Um, the, the Miami Dolphins have... God, this is like, if there was a cliche for the Miami Dolphins, it's like we used to use back in the day when the Dolphins were a good team and they had Dan Marino, but they were always champions in August. And by the time he got to December, they were, you know, ill-equipped to compete for a title. And, man, they're doing it on steroids this year. Well, they lost five in a row from eight and three to eight and eight, and now they say no Tua as part of the equation for the finale. So, nice seeing you, Miami. Wow, what a what a plummet. Uh, in case you missed it yesterday, the uh, Titans are going to start Josh Dobbs in what is effectively the AFC title, title AFC South title game coming up this Saturday night. I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. So far, the Jags have more than met the lack of a challenge of Masseur's 
Zach Wilson and Davis Mills and Josh Dobbs follows right in that, that category of guys who shouldn't be starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, he does have a you know a dual threat ability, so you got to be aware of that. Uh, the playoff-bound Bucks they wrapped up the NFC South over the weekend, but say they're going to play Brady and their starters in the season finale against the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, look, when you got the Falcons on the schedule, you better bring sharp knives. So, clearly, they're ready for that. Uh, Chargers, another team that won't rest players. There's still some sorting there at the wild card position. You know, at the top of, of the uh, AFC wild card chase, we don't know. It would be Baltimore. It could be the Bengals uh, and the Chargers, certainly, in that as well. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. Home life, business, auto, bundling. You get it all with Mandy and her expert dream team. Hick and Arrival, more come your way next. It's a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday on the drill. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, sir! Ha! Here we go! Woo! Oh, it's good to be back. Super Tuesday, rock the vote, Jacksonville. And I vote yes for victory. <laughs> yes for victory. Yes for victory. Bold, bold stance, my friend. You're in favor of a Jeff Morris win. Hello, E. Yeah. Hello, Jeff. Yes, sir. Woo! What a difference a month makes, huh? You think? Wow. Crazy. Uh, listen, uh, the, uh, of course, though, we were all watching last night, and what a tragedy, and, and just continue to pray for the young kid, DeMar Hamlin, uh, out of pit. You know, he had a uh, cardiac arrest. It was clear. Doc Murphy sent me something, and, you know, you're not going to try to – we don't try to play doctor, except sometimes we do, obviously, on the radio. But it's one. it seemed to be one of those versions where you get hit at the wrong time in the right spot, which can cause cardiac arrest, I would assume. And, 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 and we've seen that happen like with young baseball kids, right? Yeah, um, yeah I've heard of that before, yeah. taking a shot in the chest. Yes, and, and then all of a sudden just stops your heartbeat. And, and thank God they were able to get his heart started again. Hopefully they got it started quickly enough uh, and he'll be okay. I don't know. He's, his vitals returned to normal according to his agent yeah. last night. They um, say that, you know... 10, 10 minutes of CPR sounds extreme. Yeah. But they say it's not. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's typical. If the heart is still beating or, or the breathing is still going on. Right. You can, an hour of CPR You have sometime. to have oxygen to the brain. Correct. You can't. You can't Correct. You got, you right. got your breathing. In that you can, respect, you have like two or three minutes. Yeah, I, I just flip flop. But if you, if you do have some, bre- yeah. if you are breathing, they, you know, they can, they've got a big window to get your yeah. heart going again. And I thought, you know, in a, in a really yeah. unprecedented 1971, Chuck Hughes was his name, and I always remembered it. I don't know why. He had a heart attack. He was a player for the Detroit Lions, and he died on the yes, football I did, field. Yes, I wasn't even aware of that. The only football player to ever die uh, on a football field. And that, that it was grave condition last night. And so it was an unprecedented, extremely difficult situation. I thought, 
I thought everybody did the very best they could. I, you know, it's a it's a tough deal. There's, you know, we're all going to have to talk about it. We're all going to have to look ahead. We're, all, I mean, this is what we do, and 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 the world keeps spinning on. And hopefully, this young man will will just survive. That's all we sure. care of at this point. And, I mean, the players, the shock of the players. I couldn't imagine they would continue to play, and they didn't. And the coaches, it was a very fluid situation, according to reports. Nobody knew exactly what to do, how to handle it. It reminded me a lot, and it gives me even more respect uh, for Mike White and Florida basketball when, you know, they faced the same situation. And they didn't have, you know, presidents and commissioners and everybody else. They had to, to do it know, on their own. Mike White just said, we're not going to play. Yeah. We're not playing. Which is, and, and by and, the way, I – there was never any intent to play that game. That was just speculation going on Correct. and on. To, to, to put it on, like, the NFL or the right. teams. Or, hold on. We're just seeing. They don't know at the right. time. Right, Plenty of times guys we don't get know carded what, off. Don't even, right. You have to get information. Sure. You have to do press releases. You've got eight zillion things right. to consider. 100%. And so, and by I the thought way, they handled it extremely well, you know, I said frankly. this earlier because there's going to be a lot of sidebars that evolve out of this, like, lingering situation. But, you know, the mind has the capacity to care and think about more than one thing at a time. No question. We can prioritize, and the priority is this young man's health, but there's also a reality right. of all the other sidebars that emerge out of this yeah. and, and and how they are handled and, and what we do about those. But certainly first and foremost on anyone is that, that Damar Hamlin uh, can get back to full recovery for life, if not for football. Amen to that. Right. Amen to that. So hopefully, young man from Pitt, uh, here's, here's a – a side note of something wonderful happening out of it. Uh, the kid has always been a uh, wanting to make an impact in his community. And so he had a GoFundMe and he did, it was like he wanted to raise 2,500 bucks and buy some gifts for some kids. Started it two years ago. Too, by yeah. The way. 2,500 was the goal. Three million. Over three million at yeah. last check. Well, we do step up, man. That's yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, it's just so, it's, uh, there's a, there's, there's one positive, but yeah, it was just, uh, it's something that we'll talk about a lot, but we have other things to discuss too as sure. we go forward, yeah, yeah. so I, there, that's there's what no, we'll do. I mean, look, once you update people, and again, it's now on you, hopefully, if you're a prayer, yeah. pray. Yeah. Like this, you know, I said sending prayers has become cliche. It has. Yeah. You know, yeah. that just, right. just means, hey, we're thinking about you. This yeah. is like a literal pray. Yes. Right? Like, yes. I'm literally sitting in the house praying for this young man. Oh, yeah. Night, watching the game. I mean, oh, yeah. like literally, Stacy, come in here. Right. You know, this is desperate. and uh, It was desperate. I, you could have done, after the initial explanation, I, I could have just sat and, and, and soaked in just the facial reactions. You could have played. Oh. You could have played no sound or anything and just dissolved from shot to shot of all these players. The, that are, the that are Diggs and Josh Allen, too, and, and, and the young man on the field on his hands and knees. I mean, there was so much. You're right. And even McDermott and... Bengals coach coming over and talking and the constant yeah it was it was it well was. he's a he's a young man obviously we can't speculate as to anything that's going to evolve from yeah. here but you would you would think and we'll know more from Doc we have some things on him side on his side he's a young man he's in terrific condition yeah right and yeah and because of the because the breathing continue you 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 would like to hope and think that there's no going to be brain damage from a lack of oxygen right and right so hopefully he gets back on the road to recovery sooner rather than later I yeah. think that's what. I remain confident that that's going to happen. Well, I, I I hope and pray so as well. And and anyway, something that we'll continue, obviously, to discuss and monitor. And it's it's, you know, hey, I don't know if I, this is the right word, but it's as fluky a 
yeah. thing as you can imagine. Yeah, you don't see I mean, him just take never... a hit and get up and then fall down. I mean, yeah. it doesn't happen to any football player. Like, what happened? And like, and, like, it just makes you, like you said, it's so fluky and 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 off awful. And yeah. Like, what, ha- what happened in that time from standing up and being okay for a half a second to going out on uh, your and, feet? And that could have been just reaction. Yeah. Like, something's wrong, I'm getting up. Yeah, and yeah, And then yeah. I got up and I wonder. it's still wrong and poof, yeah. down I go. Yeah, so. that was definitely scary. And like I said, there haven't <sighs> been many... That you've seen live, Keontae Johnson saw live. Right. Dale Earnhardt, although it's you know he's inside in case in a yes, car, so yes. you don't feel it the same. Yes. I and then there's some that are just such tragic incidents in sports history mm-hmm. that you've seen them so many times you can't even recall if you saw it live or not. But Daryl Stingley, yeah. uh, Hank Gathers, oh yeah, you know there 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 been more than a few things I don't want to see live. There was a yeah McSherry the umpire. Yeah, I was gonna say there was yeah. an umpire who had a heart, a major heart attack and basically just it's like dropped. Was that like opening day even or it might have been? Yeah, yeah. Was it John McSherry? Was that it was John name? McSherry? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was in Riverfront. It was in Cincinnati. Forward. Correct. No, it was the it was in it was Riverfront. Front. Yeah. It was it? Yeah, it was that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm, crazy. Yeah. So early nineties. Uh, we'll press on. We'll continue to do our thing. And and obviously the NFL, the football world, the sports world. There was an outpouring of support of emotion on, on social media last night. Everybody thinking about uh, this young kid, DeMar Hamlin. He went to Pitt, um, worked his way into the NFL. He's, I think, a sixth-round draft pick and has uh, – Only been in the league a couple years. Yeah, a couple years in the league and is, was playing a, a vital role for a very good football team and what we were hoping was going to be the, the you know, the icing on the cake of a football weekend extraordinaire that – had, gosh, everything. I mean, you couldn't, if you like football, you couldn't much ask for more than what we just saw yesterday and Friday, Saturday and Friday and Sunday. I was just in- incredible. And it starts with the Jags, and the Jags, uh, you know, took care of business. It was really a it methodical. Was, yeah, it was so workmanlike. It was. The Chiefs didn't go in there and beat him like that. No. Two weeks earlier, Chiefs no. went in there and it went overtime. Yeah. I, look. You know, whatever. You caught them on a bad day, and you had a yeah. So they're not. They're not there. They, not like the Jags played great, though. Hey? No, they didn't. You know? They didn't. That and that's the biggest thing I took. I thought Trevor was just okay, and he. Then I looked up, and he was seventeen of twenty-one, uh, and I thought he was throwing the ball high, and he had an interception, and he, you know. So, but o- overall, it was, um, man, it was, uh, uh, it was like okay, this thing is over. They took care. They came out and uh, they stopped Houston on the first drive. They drove it forty-six yards. They took the lead. They built it to 21 nothing. The defense chipped in with a touchdown. We're going to do one more drive. They drive it down. They score. We're done. They're done. Yeah, they start perfect. taking players out. It couldn't have gone any yeah. better. And, again, it it's another button proper that Doug Peterson pushed, right? Because, because you know, awesome Tennessee did it differently, and, and I don't blame them. They're in a different spot than we are. They're reeling. We're surging. They're injured. We're not. Uh, but he – there is always a a risk when you play a game of a game that many deemed meaningless as as a possible injury, and but we saw the wild card. There's a culture. There's there's a shot at nine and eight. Uh, nine and eight. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with what he did, and uh, and they handled it beautifully. Uh, uh, I pointed this out on on Twitter on over the weekend, and I didn't understand it. Adam Schnipner uh, noted ESPN. I saw that. Everyone's saying that sources say that the winter controls. The guy comes out and says, sources say the Jags are full steam ahead. Who's your source? Peterson? I said, bro. (laughs) You actually responded? The coach himself, yes. (laughs) The coach himself said on Wednesday, it's full steam ahead. 
Like he made it like he had uncovered something. I, yeah, that's well. That's what they do. And 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 listen. As far as the Saturday night thing, I agree with you uh, in the terms of where it is, when it is. But it is a. It's always a slap in the face to the Jags. It always will be. And as soon as Not as soon much as Aaron, longer. as soon as Aaron Rodgers became available, yeah. it was Green Bay's game yeah. Sunday night. As soon as they knew, uh, because I do believe the Lions could be eliminated, but the Packers still have to win. But it's like a lost so, win, though, to me. I'd yeah. rather me personally. And again, I made this point earlier, and I'll stand by. It. Uh-huh. This is more about us than the than the team. Yeah. It is. We've been here forever living through all the nonsense. Yeah. These guys, half of them hadn't been in town longer in a couple, three years, and it's great for them and do their part, but this is about us, the fans, the, yeah. all that have been here, and I would much rather have a Saturday night game. It's not even close. I told the boys, I said, I don't want to get ahead of myself, Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold, but uh, we're four wins away from the Super Bowl. You want us to go? <laughs> Where is the Super Bowl this year? It's in Glendale. Okay. Well, we've, so, we've don't had think some I good times looked. there. Yeah. But um, it happened. I mean, Joe Burrow and the Bills were in the same spot last year. Mm-hmm. They had Bengals. a, they had a, uh, yeah, the Bengals. They had a home win, a, ba- a little win over the Raiders. They barely won. They went and beat the one seed, which yep. is the path that the Jags will have to take. Yeah, it's. Uh, but anyway, so again, and and this is what will happen. It'll be Saturday, and then almost guaranteed. You can mark my words if you're planning already and you're counting on beating the Titans. It'll be the following Saturday at four thirty. That will be your Jaguars Chargers playoff oh, game. I'm fine with just that so too. you know. I'm also because like there that. Are, there are five there are three yeah. primetime slots Saturday night, yeah. Sunday night, Monday night. Jags will get none of those. I love that too. Don't even think about that. That's right where I want to play. Saturday so at four thirty. It'll be Saturday this week, Saturday night, and then the following week, Saturday at four thirty. Go ahead and pencil that That's one good. in once I, they take care of business. I do have a one to one financial poll question of the right. day, and I think it's Maybe my best one ever. Wow, so I'll get I'd you guys. A lot because you, e, did you see it? I've had a lot of good ones through the years. You've often touted no, them, so this one. must be. Yeah, this is my favorite. Uh, how do you see Saturday night playing out for the Jags? These are your four choices: okay. uh, Jags by thirty, <laughs> Jags by fifty, Titans forfeit, or won't remember Sunday. Um, I say, uh, well, given those as my options, Jags would, by thirty. I would have to go. Me personally, I'd have to go because I have no other options. Jags by thirty. Jags I, by fifty. I, Titans yeah. forfeit or won't remember yeah, Sunday. Seven hundred votes. By the, the way. Titans aren't going to forfeit under any They're circumstance. Okay. No, and the Jags aren't going to win by fifty. Okay. Um, I will remember Sunday personally, so I would have to go with Jags win by thirty. Okay. Well, uh, as I said, almost seven hundred votes are in. You can vote at Dan Hicken in the poll question of the year. <laughs> and it's really the first of the year, so well that that makes let's sense. Let's not then. get too carried away. Okay, uh, but the Jags by thirty, forty three point six percent. The Jags by fifty, twenty point four percent. Titans forfeit thirteen percent. Won't remember Sunday. A whopping twenty three percent. But almost it, one out of four in the stadium yeah. will not remember Sunday. Well, it is Saturday night. It's going to get. It's going to. Remember, we used to do the old back in the day, the A and E's, the arrests and ejections. Yeah, that could be back in play this weekend. Although I will say this: look. Here's an interesting addendum for Uh this young football team. Yeah. They're going to play a game in that stadium this Saturday like no other they've ever played except for Tyler Shatley. They've never played a game in that stadium that's full of Jack fans. Right. I mean, even the full games have had half Cowboys or Ravens or Raiders or Bills or Mm -hmm. whoever it is, Giants. I mean, there there are no Titans fans. And nobody is going to drive down from Nashville to watch this limpid team um, who, who... is lost how many in a row now? Six in a row. What have they lost? Five in a row? Six in a row? They were seven and three, and they're seven and nine. Yeah. So, they, yeah. They, they've lost six games in a row. They're yes. terrible. 
other toast. I will say this: I'm a, just, I'm a little bit, I'm just, I'm a little bit wary of this notion that we've all just chalked this up as a win. Yeah, I know that scares me. We just have to a be little. careful. But I do think that I just we're gonna, think that we're going to beat the hell out of them. Is what I think. I th- they're 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 just so they're not even trying. It doesn't well, like. I just think they're so beat up. I mean, I, I don't think Tennessee is going to go away like some people. Like, I think Jacksonville's surging. I think Jacksonville have every chance to win the AFC South the next 10 years. I think all that is great. I think we got a lot of work to do. I think we got to get a lot better. I think we got to still, you know, to, to challenge. Look, the AFC, AFC is going to be fun the next few years, but the best thing for me of this year is we're a year ahead of schedule now. Yeah, as for long sure. as, because you, this young team, Trevor Lawrence, gets prime time, gets a taste of. Uh, uh, and a very important, in essence, a playoff game. And if they win, which I think they will, then they get even another home playoff game. And if they could somehow win that, then they're going to go see, you know, now it's Lawrence versus, in all likelihood, Herbert, you know, a week from Saturday. And if that happens and the Jags are... It's Lawrence versus Then it's Mahomes Lawrence versus Mahomes or, or Allen. Allen. Yeah. And then, so or this Burrow. Is, or Burrow. And this is what you're going to have to do going forward. So yeah. obviously the playoff because of the tragedy, you know, on field last time. Well, I don't tragedy, the, the tragic event. Yes. Um, and we're going to be up in the air on knowing what the playoffs well, all seats are going to be. There's so I mean, many different a lot ra- of sidebars. And again, yes. you we we are equipped as human beings to have the mentality that you can think about more than one aspect to a even a bad situation. Not on social media, as I well, look at some are, of the reactions to my uh, financial poll question, uh, my job from last night. Um, uh, uh, apologize, Dan. For, was one of my favorites. For what? I guess it was tasteless to do the poll. Oh, so gotcha. you know, I, yeah. with all the right. You know. But anyway, I, yeah. I, I see. I, I did. I haven't seen, but I was reading some stuff they were complaining about showing the video on. Why wouldn't yeah, you show the video? I don't need personally, and I'm okay with however you handle it. I remember when McSherry passed. That was different. He died on the spot. Yeah, I didn't show that. Yeah, and then. I never looked at the Keontae one. I didn't want to. Yeah, I saw that one live. And because I wasn't watching. Uh, and I didn't want to see it. And I was watching an interview with the young man uh, the other day. He's and He's never seen it, has he? Well, Keontae? no, they showed it. Oh, they covered oh. The, the interview oh, with yeah. that moment. And yeah. I was like, ah, yeah. I didn't want to see that. I, I guess my point is this. It, they're going to explain it to you. I mean, the reason you right. explain things is because you, you saw something. So if you have the video technology to... Yeah. Just show you what yeah. you would be explaining. It doesn't. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. Now, look. If he did. If he didn't recover, and he was not revived, or if he doesn't survive this, burn the video. Never show it again. Yeah. But in the context, not to mention, by the way, within the context as it was occurring, you don't know if you're ESPN. Right. I mean, it's fascinating from a. I mean, in a bad way, but just you don't see a guy hit, get up, and then go back down like that. Yeah. It was like not not out. You know, you see him go back down for sure. So, uh, the Chargers threw a little. Not to not to look ahead, but you know they intimated this yesterday that you know oh, we're we're we're. I think they want to play the Jags. Everyone gonna, wants to play the Jags. That's basically what yeah. they're saying. Yeah, I we're get playing it. to win against yeah. the Broncos. It, yeah. it would benefit us. Sure, um, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you come get some. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I of all the listen, if I'm in my order, and it's going to be one of three teams. It's going to be the Chargers, the Ravens, or the Bengals. It's going to be one of those three. There's just yeah. I would prefer the Chargers over the other two. I would. And some people would say I would, Ravens. I would prefer the Ravens. Well, the only thing about the Ravens is we do have a good history with them. But, this, well, um, let's let's come back and do the 10-minute drill. Okay. You know, uh, today's normally ETN day. Oh, well. I, I want to kick some okay. stuff around, right? I mean. That's fine. Yeah. Either way. We can but, do it tomorrow yeah, or whatever. Or yeah. whatever. All so, right. um, but we got some college ball stuff, All some right. Jag-related There's stuff. There's a lot going on. And more. It's a Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the drill. Hit it. All right. 
It's some sports concepts and rationalizations. There's so much going on right now. Uh, my head is spinning in the sports world, but... Um, yeah. My head is spinning in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. And a little... Um, I would say it's a momentous occasion. Who, you? Yeah. Had a momentous occasion over the break. Well, I'm excited. Well, I just kind of rode it slow. I had to ride it slow there. You don't want to intrude on other people's uh, privacy, or especially yeah. when certain things are involved. But your boy here is a grandpa. You are. That's correct. Oh, no yeah. snap. It wasn't my daughter. Wow. Hey, hey, first things first, it was not my daughter who was married in June. No. Yeah, so that's what people know. Okay. Yeah, but one of my boys has had his first uh, it was son, little Everett James. Um, Everett James. Yeah, just a Prosser. EJP, baby. What are we going to call him? I, th- I think Everett is what they're going to go Everett. with. I'll end up, you know me. EJ. I know. <laughs> I'll be, it'll be better than EJ. I'll be, my, if he is fortunate enough to grow up and be a pro athlete, he'll be one of those with a weird name. And when he explains, well, my grandpa called me. Let's you know, cut to the chase. Pig there's, knuckle. There's really only one question <laughs> that ne- There's really only one question yeah. that needs to be oh, yeah. answered here sure. as you, uh, uh-huh. As you, uh, I'm young. I've been researching hot grandpa contest to ET. I'm gonna see yeah. if I can enter one of those in yeah, that blue congratulations. suit. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, what uh-huh. are you gonna instruct the little fella to yeah. call you? I'm gonna be a grandpa. Yeah, that's me. Just grandpa. Yeah, that's what I. That's not me. That's what I, that's it. I don't like pop yeah. pop. I don't. No? I, I don't dislike any of those. No nickname. I think what you do is you kind of revert to what you like. What your grandparents were to you. Yeah. Mine was grandpa. Okay. I like. Is grandpa not cool? Is that the problem? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how that works. Because I get that. I get That's an area yeah. I haven't explored yet. But and um, people also ask, you know, do you feel old, you know, being a grandpa? Do you feel older? Yeah. I said, no, I feel old sleeping with a grandma. That's what makes me feel oh, old. Oh, huh? no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, Are you going to get in trouble for that one? That's early. She's not listening. <laughs> yeah. If you think I haven't busted it out on her already, you'd be wrong. I know you have. <laughs> so anyway, well, congratulations. That was and it was only the second biggest news of our break. What's the biggest? Well, I hear UNF called you back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that starts next week. Yeah. So I'm pro- back. Professor. Uh, the adjunct. Uh, they, there was some rumor that they were going to get me, but no, the kids demanded. Wow. They demanded to learn from. Can't wait to follow this storyline as we got to talk. to go to rate your professor. Yeah. You know, one of the UNF students in the audience can tell us how many people are in the class. Yeah. What the well, feedback the la- is. The, the lady. Uh, the the boss lady okay. told me the the class is full and there's a waiting list. Wow! So that's what I was told. Huh. As I will make my way back this year, I'm going to do things a little differently. I'm definitely going to get a tweed jacket and a pipe. <laughs> you should. Yeah, you would be perfect. I think that's. And wear what your I need. Hall of Fame hat while you're at it. You'll be Burt Sugar going to walk. Yeah, I think there. I think that's how I'm going to stroll through campus <laughs> as I make my way back over to the. You know, again, and a lot of challenges there. You know, parking. Uh, I've got to reestablish myself on the computer. You are, uh, you are kind of a parking scofflaw. You're on the, you know, they've got their eye on you. Well, there. they got me that one time. I hit mm-hmm. the line, and that was a that was a touchy point. But you know, frankly, they they were very sweet to me and and let me run on that one. But yeah, so there'll be parking. There'll be we're back in the same same class, same time, and we get started uh, next week. So we're right back into it next week. Yeah. I dive in. I, I mean, are you ready? I mean, oh, no. I, I got to kind of, I mean, I'm not listen, ready. I don't want to say anything, but yeah. I mean, don't they got to give you a little bit more heads up than that? Maybe contact you in October or November so that you can get your, you know, I your, think your that, syllabus ready. Your curriculum. Yeah. Well, I think that, and e, you, you, you've been a student like 
closer to us being a student. All right. But I think that what, what occurred was they actually did let me know. I just quite didn't quite see the oh, the yeah, agreement the papers. Oh, okay. Yeah. They yeah. sent it to you and you didn't pay attention. The contract. Gotcha. So did you get the what is it was he looking for? The tenure? Bump. What were you looking for? I have not gotten adjunct. tenure. I'm an adjunct professor. You are an adjunct. Comma emeritus. That's what you're looking for. I like emeritus. the title. Yeah, you're not emeritus. I yeah. like the title. And I'd like and I think maybe the tweed jacket and the pipe will help me attain the title. Okay. You know? Do you? Well, I don't want You will look like an emeritus with a tweed jacket and a pipe. Yeah, but I don't want to lose my youthfulness with the kids. They identify with well, me. Well, that's you know? also true. You ought to keep going in with your hat on backwards and your Air Force Ones. That's true, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And you know me, I've been known to wear the old man sneakers, too. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. I may have to go with Let some Let me see different... what you got. Today, I just got some used <laughs> walking shoes. These are used man. walking but shoes. Those are, yeah. The, the fact that they're walking shoes immediately puts them in the old man category, yeah. right? What's wrong with those? Young you? men don't have walking shoes, do they? E.T., you got a pair of walking shoes at home, do you? Man, no. Yeah, no. no. Yeah. E.T., do you have a lot of shoes? Are you a shoe guy? Probably about 70. 70? 70 pairs, pairs of shoes? Yeah. How many yeah. pairs of shoes do you have? Well... Now, the, I, I, I mean, counting st- dress shoes or whatever you want counting to call them. Them? Yeah. I mean, pair, I'm sure that's what he's counting it too. Under 10. Under 10? 10? Probably 10. I, I had this big problem. Probably of, 10. To, to a fault, I don't throw, like, I probably have 10 pairs that I should just throw away that I haven't worn in 20 years, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. But I probably have in my possession at home more like 30 pairs. Yeah. I mean, I got probably six or eight pairs of sneaks, right? And then maybe not 30. But when you get into all kinds of different, you know, I, I'll, yeah, maybe 30. I got a lot. No, I don't know. I'll have 70 mine. I wear them all, too. I wear yeah, all Yeah, I do, too. I wear them a lot, too. I got, like, you know, five different colors of Skechers. And you rotate ten, those things? Ten different, uh, you know, sneakers. So that gets you started. Yeah. Well, anyway, congratulations. Thank I you. Think and you, too. Uh, thank you. I, yeah. I, I, Yours pales, you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was huge news. It rocked my world as much as this one did. It actually happened the day before I left, but I didn't want to say anything. I do have this, too. You know, uh, the little man is, is 2-0. and o. I mean, he was born the day the Jags beat the Jets. Wonderful. And then he responded immediately, just barely a week later, mm-hmm. sitting there in his little cubby deal. Are you taking him to the game Saturday night? We'll be there. We're going to paint him up. We're going to paint him up. Why don't we just yeah. paint the little fella teal? It's so it'll be an exciting journey as I perhaps uh, venture back into, I don't know, the world of youth baseball coaching. Maybe there's more buckets to kick. I thought my oh. bucket kicking days were over. Who knows? Maybe the two of us will combo up and some, oh, some they coaching. Don't want that. They will be the, the best adorned baseball team mm-hmm. forever. What about, <laughs> uh, and I don't know if this is yeah. allowed. Okay. So if I. But everyone's agree. doing great too. Totally healthy, oh, yeah, mom. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, sure so that, that goes I don't think you would have, right. yeah. I didn't want to jam. I really, that's the only reason I didn't bring it up till sure, now. Sure. No, I get it. All right. Um, uh, what about getting a little guy a Jag tat? A is tat? Kid, yeah, yeah. How old do you have to be to get a tat? No, I don't think we're going to quote is, is tat a, him. No, we're not? I think his dad. How about a logo I, th- I think his dad has some tats that he kind of wish he didn't ha- have. So I think that'll probably dissuade oh, kids have the youngsters. I know they do, but yeah. even those, those kids become 27-year-old men and say, yeah, I wish I hadn't this one. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. all. We don't have to get him a, just a little one, a little jag tat. Yeah, he, he's 10 days on old. On a little arm. Yeah, 10 days on old. On his little arm. Yeah, I think maybe we should get, you know, our vaccines before we get the tat needle. Just my, the thought. Okay. Maybe some temporaries, though. Not afraid of that. <laughs> Put some henna tattoos on him, E. Throw it right on him. And yeah, the henna's not all that cool. You know the little kid who, at the at the hockey game who's the yeah GIF? Yeah, he's doing this. Yeah. yeah. We got to get him to be that. He will. I want him to be yeah. a GIF. 
He'll be at a game. Is that right? I always forget. I say GIF or GIF? I don't know. I say GIF. I say GIF, too. I don't don't know. know. I've heard people say GIF. I've looked it up a million times, and I just don't care. Did you have a good Christmas? Did you get anything for Christmas? I mean, it's always a big point with you. The the kids need to to step up with. Did I? And you probably have told these stories already. I did. I'm hearing them for the first time. I did. Just get the abridged version. I got myself a new driver from uh, Drew Drew and my daughter. Oh, you told me that, you know, off the air. We do speak off the air sometimes. Yeah. It's a good brand. That's a good good get for him, by the way. Yeah, it was great. come back with like some tour force driver no, from he is, Walmart. You know? He is on a roll right Good. now, and I'm proud of that. He's making a lot of money. He's rich. And I explained that concept, and I'm right on this. I'll never back off this. And I'm, this isn't about me, people. This is about all you dads out there who have given and given and given You're to you. You're the hero we need. I told E this with little gritty. Uh, I told him this straight up with little gritty. Start planting it in them because we spend a lot of money on these kids to raise them. I'm talking, we're we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, a lot, a and lot we of time might, and money. And it only gets more expensive You're as they get older. Kind of and investment. do not be afraid if they start doing well to put in some demands for no more ties, Sounds no like, more cologne, no more soap on wow. a rope. No, sir. Sounds, you shoot for the stars and the moon, baby. Hey, how about a three-day vacay and you pick this one up? Sounds like you should have named, named him Roth IRA or 401k or something. That's fine. <laughs> I treat that as an investment. My kids know. They know. that has been planted in them, it, and now I'm reaping the benefits. I've gotten golf shoes and a new driver just in 2022. I can't yeah. wait for 23. Yeah. I, I, I got Big a, Daddy here turns yeah. a big number this year. I had a So we're looking for 60, some big stuff. 6-0. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I'm the grandpa. Makes sense of that. Oh, um, I had a wonderful Christmas. It was certainly buoyed by the the news that came two or three days before Christmas. But we just had an awesome time. I got all kinds of stuff that I wanted, but I did get one kind of unique gift that I've never uh, gotten. But I've never owned one of these. I've used them before, but it's always in some you know swanky hotel somewhere. Yes, sir. So I'm going to ask either one either one of you guys robe guys. Yep. You wear a robe around the house. You get up, put a robe on. Oh yeah. Okay, what about you? You a robe guy? Only when I'm at the yes. uh, Ritz. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Or I'm getting a massage, but no, I don't wear a robe. I, yeah, I'm not, I've never been a robe guy per se, but I got a robe for Christmas this year, so I'm, I'm trying to, I'm just not real comfortable. I don't really, I'm not sure how exactly this thing's supposed to go. Well, what, if you're you know, going to do a robe, you might yeah. as well get the smoking pipe. Well, I'm, I will say this. I'm getting a robe at the right time in like the, in the, in the, in the life cycle and span mm-hmm. i'm getting the robe while i own a uh you know an empty house you're right with no minors or kids around because i the robe can be very inappropriate absolutely right it just slings and slides absolutely. open and you feel, oh yeah you gotta you feel be careful comfortable with the just robe. to throw this on <laughs> if yeah, you if don't tie it right yeah right if you don't get that thing on there right you got some you know some vulgarity going on there. well we've got uh <laughs> we've got a heck we've got our national championship game it's coming up next week i i i the only i don't feel sorry for georgia fan at all but i do think about Man, oh man, could you imagine? Let's say you doled out the, you know, thousand dollars a ticket that or whatever it was just to go in Atlanta for the semi. Are you now going to SoFi across the country to go watch your dogs try and win an Addy? Sure seems like a coronation, doesn't I it? I mean, good gracious. That seems like a coronation. And, and by the way, I don't think any of you or I disagree with the fact that we think Georgia is gonna waltz to this one. They I, had their tough game against I the guess. Ohio State. But I didn't think TCU would beat Michigan either. I didn't yeah. think that would be particularly but, but, close. But when I look back at that game, and both, and, and we were treated to some exciting football for sure. Um, you know, Michigan's on the one and the two, and they didn't score, and they threw two pick sixes. Michigan should have won the game by three touchdowns, yeah, and they I, didn't. Yeah. So I, give TCU credit. Uh, I'm all about you, Horn Frogs. I got my little knuckles up there, but 
I, I don't see any way well, that you're going to beat I, the I dogs. Was, I, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and do this. This is the part where I, you know, uh, tick off our corn-fed members of our audience. Corn-fed? Yeah. Who are they? There, there's one team north of the state of Kentucky that can play with the South. Uh-huh. It's Ohio State. Stop sending us Michigan. Stop sending us Notre Dame. Stop sending us Michigan State. The big, the little 10 should never have two teams again mm-hmm. in a four-team playoff. It's as predictable as the sunrise and sunsets. They're not capable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was TCU. That wasn't Alabama that beat them, Dan. Yeah. That's just TCU. The little 10 is overrated. And we gave those two teams way too much credit. Yeah, well, Michigan should have won the game. They didn't. And Ohio State should have won yeah, the game. Yeah, and they didn't. Yeah, they neither of them did. Ohio State's the only – listen, Michigan should have won the game. You're damn right. They're 14-point favorites. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's TCU that they beat them, so that's different. If Michigan had played Alabama, they'd lost 38-10. to 10, I would submit to you. Mm. And back to the original point, if you're not Ohio State, you're no longer invited. Mm. Penn State, Ohio, you know, Notre Dame, Michigan State, Wisconsin, whoever thinks they can come down and play in the playoff, yeah. stop. Mm. I was, uh, And your boy Lincoln Riley, by the way, is just, uh, when it comes to big he's games, idiot. he's I don't, just... I can't even... I, oh, I, that's a five-pack disaster for you. I was sat in the <laughs> office yesterday. I was at work. And uh, SC was up 45 to 30. Yeah, and I, and I, I couldn't believe it. I told, I'm rooting against you because that's how I am. I told the people in the office, let me tell you, it was 42 to 30, and SC was driving. They were yeah, like the 20. A touchdown would have ended it for I me. said, let me tell you what better happen here. What's okay. that? They better score a touchdown. Why? Because they're not going to win if they don't. I've seen this before. T- Tulane is going to get the ball back and score in like two plays like they have all day. Man. What did they do? They scored in two freaking plays. Literally. 45-36. And I'm like, okay, overtime is fine because then I have a chance because I had two and a half points. I had to lay two and a half points, boys. Mm. So, 45-36. like stealing. They go for two, and of course, they, they don't get it. Now I'm at that dicey nine-point thing. All right, well, let's just let Caleb Williams be Caleb Williams, Lincoln. Okay? Because they can't stop USC's passing attack. They cannot stop it. All right? By the way, great game for Jerry Rice's kid. He looked like a player yesterday. That was impressive. Tulane kicks the ball off, and the dumbass kick returner decides to try to catch it on the run at the one-yard line and runs out of bounds. And then the dumbass Lincoln Riley, who will never win a natty, Tony Baselli, and I will tell him that momentarily. He will never win a natty because... He's on the one-yard line, and they try, with a piecemeal offensive line, they try to run up the middle twice. Once you got away with it, the second time they buried you in the end zone, safety. 45-39. Now, kick off, or free kick. Here comes Tulane again. I'm saying, just let them score. Let them score, because they're going to score. And, and and they did, so you got your wish. Let them score and get a minute and a half left so Caleb can take them down the field and win this game. No, they'd let him Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. They, they chewed up the time. If you if you guys haven't picked oh up yet God. on this, this was a Friday five-packer. This wouldn't matter it's to over. Dan at all. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Done. I'm done. By the way, I'm cooked. 
did did Tulane not convert forty one fourth down plays on that last drive? Yeah, they did. It was unbelievable. And I, 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 I whatever. Yeah. I, USC is so soft defensively mm-hmm. that anybody in the country can beat them. Yeah, I, I just, uh, it's a shame. Like what Oklahoma was when they were really good. And if I was Caleb Williams. I would tell Riley, if you don't show me a plan to fix this defense, I'm transferring. Mm. I'm going to win a championship somewhere. I'm too good for you. Yeah. And it's never worked <laughs> off. It's never worked defensive. It didn't work for him defensively at Oklahoma. Also, yeah. on a side note, two other things. Uh, shout out to Mississippi State. That was a great win for them with yeah. Mike Leach. By the way, you want to talk that? about bad beats. Oh, yeah. They're three and a half point favorites. Oh, yeah. It's a three point game. Last play of the game. They're doing that lateral of around. They are. Yeah. I hate that play. That play should be like, <laughs> when that happens, that shouldn't count in the in the in the well, uh, however you play. Well, it. no, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. And then uh, LSU celebrated its uh, alleged wow. party. Yeah, sec- they had in a big Atlanta. Orgy, apparently in Atlanta, uh, led by that former Jag uh, great T Dog <laughs> Cortez Hampton. <laughs> part of it. They had a recruiting coordinator in there. They yeah. all, I mean, they spanned the gamut there for their yeah. sex party. Yeah, all different demos and ages. Yeah, Boutte was in there getting some Boutte. Well, now you know. Now you know why Boutte is going pro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It might be better for you not to come you back here. Et's looking at. He doesn't know this story. You yeah, need to, you need to hit the Google machine. SEC in the championship party. week. Check yeah. it out. They went to Atlanta, had a big sex romp in one of the hotel rooms. About twelve of them. Hold up. G e a u x Tigers. Go Tigers. And they celebrated by. Yeah, Eddie O might have been there. Wouldn't have shocked me if he was. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, on the text line, they have said that you uh, to remind you that you need to argue about the Gators with me. I don't know what that is concerning to you. Uh, yes, but we'll okay. do that later on today. Okay. Uh, we got Baselli coming up. We've we got, got a lot to do before Baselli. So yeah. We'll so let's go to break. Do a quickie. Yeah. Let's give away a prize pack. E, do you have something to give away today? To call our number, whoever. We got a tropical smoothie gift card okay. to Tropical Smoothie, so they can enjoy that Duval delight, maybe right. bananas, coconut, pineapple, and mm. lemonade. Just two ninety. Tastes even nice. better these days. But because, also, we got a twenty five dollar oh. gift card to Woody's Barbecue as oh, well. Wow. We're hooking them up. Be oh. kind, be courteous, and be a winner. 641 on Saturday night, Saturday night, ay 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 ay, I just can't wait. Ay 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 ay, it's our fate. Well, it's you know, rock and roll jacks are gonna roll on Saturday night. Come on, Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> I've done a lot of skating to this tune back in the day. Back in the day, this is an old one. This for is, the old guys. This oh, is a skating rink staple oh, this here. Oh, skating rink song. Yeah, you like this song? Yeah, I can rock to it. Thank the, you, Is this not the Bay City Rollers? It is the Bay City well, Rollers. They're probably skaters themselves. I mean, oh, they're the yeah. Bay City Rollers. I like the remix better, though. <laughs> sure uh, is there another one? I, I, listen to me. I don't know if there's a, a poll out there, scientific. I can't believe. Here's, here's a strange one to me, too. And I get it's ingrained into our jagdom. Uh-huh. In today's day and age, bro, Everyone is publicized. Everyone gets notice and do. And I, I don't, I just, I can't take offense because we got Saturday instead of Sunday. And I know we disagree a little on this based on what you said earlier. Yeah. There's plenty of exposure out there for everyone. It doesn't matter to, I don't, ta- I don't, well, it matters care. the respect but that, I don't care, that Doug Peterson cared. That, but he, Doug did. Peterson came out and said, yeah, I'd prefer to play Sunday if possible, but you know, but that's not for the exposure. The Jags no. fan, for the most part, no. Jag fans are offended that they didn't get the Sunday night 
you know, platform. Well, well we always That's get exactly what it is. Everybody yeah. wants yeah. exposure. Yeah, but we always get we always we never get it. We they never pick the Jazz. Because they we're never, never any good though. Well, Either well, we're good, we'll see. Well, I mean, the Jags Titans for the AFC South is a bigger game than the Pack Lions. I get it. It's it's television. Like I said, I guarantee you we're playing next Saturday at four thirty against the Chargers if but, we make the playoffs. I guess my question is this. Would any more people watch nationally? Are any I, more I don't, people? I nobody. Don't, it's that's not the point. The point is the constant NFL. It's like I've, I've I've said this for years. When they take the blimp shot of Jacksonville Stadium, we all should moon the NFL or no, throw up our middle finger it's the at same it because way that's they what act, they do. But they act. That, but it, I guess my only defense of that would be yeah. all terrible teams get that treatment. We've been terrible for 20 years. I mean, at what point did we deserve any? I would say there's probably not a team in the history of the league that has not played a primetime game um, not on Thursday night since 2011. I'm sure there's been other terrible teams. Not like us. I bet the Cleveland Browns, who have been as bad, have been on plenty of times. Well, we know. De- so, it's documented 2011 to 2022. Mm-hmm. We are the worst by far. Like, not even close. Yeah. We have back-to-back years at the number. Look, I will say this. I'll give you another one. Here's another one. Why isn't Doug Peterson well, again, being considered for NFL again, Coach yeah. of the Year? That's not Because a nobody assignment. talks about Jacksonville. John Madden told me, the late great John Madden told me, uh, it's a corner place in the country. It's over in the corner. So it's like Seattle. We don't, uh, I agree with and you. And I, I get that. But but that's another – that's a snub. That's not – That's a snub. you got to know, that's and that's snub. because – these guys don't do their homework. That's where a Jacksonville Jaguar fan gets ticked off, and rightfully so. Wow. When they read a column where they'll they'll the they still national guys, and there's a lot of them, so they're not all good. National guys will still write stories and say something about like the tarps. And it's just yeah, that's they, been uh, gone for a long. It's time. lazy and it's old because nobody pays attention. And so that's where that's where we have built up these calluses towards the national media. No, I, I get that. Those, some, those to me are separate. I, when it comes, to, I meant more specifically Saturday night versus Sunday night. I, Saturday night is the best night. Almost everyone listening to this show right now is going to get to go to work Monday morning. Oh, in that and respect, that's what I mean. It's a night game. You always are. What's best for me? No, <laughs> I, that's not me. That's everyone listening. I think Jaguar fan, if I did a poll, wanted the game on Sunday night for a variety I, I, of reasons. That'd be, that'd be interesting. I don't, I don't know, know if about I agree that. With that. Yeah. I think everybody want for Saturday night yeah, because it's a party night. Man. Let's go. Yeah, you don't have to. You know, everyone. Well, everyone can. When I was at, when I saw that thing come out Saturday, or what night was it? Sunday night. They were ticked off about it, like on social media. They were yeah. like, you know, once again. Is there anything and, they're not ticked off about on social media? Uh, does, does an announcement come and then suddenly you're overwhelming ninety five percent of hurrahs? Uh, I'd be good. Quickie poll. Well, again, that's social media. I yeah. don't know. I, yeah. It doesn't. It, I. Yeah. I, I'm not excited about it Saturday. For me, I'm excited Saturday because everyone that I know, everyone mm-hmm. to a man, mm-hmm. would rather it be Saturday night. Oh, okay. Well, uh, there so you go. That's social circle, though, not social media. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll get Paselli. We got Paselli coming <laughs> yeah. up. Let's take uh, go to the fair, fair phone lines real quick. Okay. Get Neil. Uh, let him uh, uh, jump in here, and then we'll uh, break and get Tony in and talk to him. Hello, Neil. Hello, boys. How oh, you doing? Good. How are you? All right. Um, I like the Saturday night game because it gives us an extra day to rest and get prepared for a playoff game. That's true, too. Also true. Which, by the way, will be Saturday (laughs) next week. 
because that the the worst time slot in terms of national quote exposure is the first game Saturday, and that's where we'll play yeah. next Saturday it, after we beat the. It Titans. will be on television though, and we will be able to watch it. Yes, we will. So we have that. Going yes, for thank, thank you, Neil. Neil. Appreciate it. We got Baselli up next. Yeah. Uh, He's crotchety. He's already coming in with a move. Maybe it's USC in that pitiful performance. Oh, man, but I'm, I've just gotten the obligatory, oh, we're doing this today, uh, text. Yeah, it's so, coming up next. Professor Baselli next on a Catlin Chuck Accessories Tuesday. All right, let's uh, bring in the, in the big fella. Um, and by the way, we'll update. There's nothing to update on DeMar Hamlin. We've talked about him a lot this morning, and obviously – Young man is in critical condition, but he did suffer cardiac arrest last night, if you have not heard, and he is in a hospital at Cincinnati where his vitals did return. Um, I, I mean, you, you want to be optimistic. I, yeah. I think you can be optimistic, yeah. but we'll we'll see what you know emerges from here. Tony, none of us ever saw anything like that before. I know in 1971 there was a player for the Detroit Lions by the name of Chuck Hughes who had a heart attack and passed away on the football field, and that was the only time anything like this has ever occurred. It was unbelievable. And and just very, I don't even know the word to watch. Yeah, it was uh, surreal. Yes, surreal. Um, Thank you. It was, it was emotional. It, it was. I mean, it was awful. And uh, um, you could see, and you could see it on the player. You knew something was different right away, um, based on the response of the medical staff and the players' reactions. You knew it was something super serious. And once you saw the replay, you knew it wasn't really head either. You never really hit his head. And, right, right. And so that was, you know, it's scary. And you can see the emotion of guys. And and I, I think, you know, one, you know, thank God that he's doing okay right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's all we can be. That's all we can be praying and be thankful that he is in good condition as far as he's critical, but he's in, you know, the right place with the best possible people watching after him. Right. Um, and, but I, I thought everyone handled it really well last night. Um, in a really tough situation. Right. I thought the coaches were outstanding. Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott are saying, Hey, let's, let's take a deep breath. Let's go in. Right. Um, if you read the reports of NFL, they were saying, we never said anyone had to play. We we're right. waiting to assess. Right. situation mm-hmm. um i know twitter was killing the nfl last night and goodell because that's easy to do right i thought they handled it well i did I thought, too by the way i thought that you know you got again that in the and troy vincent said today there was no talk of resuming the game in five none. minutes so they're, they're just they're sitting in new york trying to figure out what the I mean, hell's going on and they've never seen anything easy. like it i know no, it was, I mean, come on. there's a million other factors going on here and we're focused on the young man obviously and that's what we're going to do just give us a moment to collect our breath here and figure out what, you know, so it was. Well, and I said this to a friend of mine on text. Mm-hmm. He asked me a question. He said, what's taking so long? I said, listen. I said, like, it's better to get it right. Right. Take your time and get it right. Right. And this is, like, this is about a young man. This mm-hmm. is a big business. This is, there's a lot of people involved. There's people's emotions. There's family. Like, you got to be super careful what you even say. Because you don't know what his family knows or doesn't know, and where's the mom? And I mean, it's a lot. And, and as, so instead of just blurting out stuff, like take right. a deep breath and right. get it right. Well, and as for the delay, there have been numerous times that players lost consciousness on the field, and they gets up and go, they get him out, and the game. Resumes, That's right. And you, go play. you don't think anything about it. I, I, yeah. I mean, you're complaining for complaint's sake if you're finding any fault with what the NFL. I thought well, they handled it, it perfectly, all things considered. 
Mm-hmm. I it mean, was terrible. And I thought I thought ESPN did a really good job too. You talk about just a yeah. that's tough. That's a situation. tough. Oh yeah, there's my nothing God. to say, and you got to say it for an hour. It's very uh, that was hard. a tough I've situation. Done, I've yeah, done, I've, I've done a, a national radio where you know serious head injury and they're worried about the neck. Yeah, and you're sitting there, and it's only like ten minutes. Right. It seems like and forever. Yeah, and it's just hard because you don't you want to be very. Very conscious of the individual. And listen, on TV, uh, pictures can tell the words. Your, your boys on the radio, I was driving back to work, and I was listening to it, and it was uh, it was tough for those guys. They kept going to – I mean, it was ha- uh, uh, Kevin Harlan and Warner, I think, were doing Warner, it. Yeah. yeah, does that yeah, sound right? Warner, and yeah. and yep. they, they had their hands full because they're trying to describe oh, what's going on and all, without any information. Yeah, the, at least on TV, you can rely just on pictures and not have to talk every second. Yeah, it, it, so I give them credit, yeah. and you just hope for um, Demar Hamlin. Yeah, just just give me okay. live, get well you for know? sure. Well. And, and, and I again, you don't want to speculate to 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 great links, but I think there's reason to be optimistic considering what he faced and how it was handled and where they got him and what his current condition is. But we'll see and we'll wait on that. The, oh gosh, well, uh, Jeff, I hope you're right. Yeah. Like I was sitting there watching last night, and they're saying they're giving him CPR. On yeah. the field. I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. Like, but then you die. learn, you know, Tony. And then I learned, and I even had a a a, a, a trauma doctor uh, text in today that CPR for an hour is not uncommon as long as they're breathing, as long as you're getting breath. The heart, you can, you know, you you have some time well, they, to get that reengaged. So I was told by a doctor that wasn't the the breath isn't as I mean the breath is important. Don't get me wrong, because you get oxygen, but mm-hmm. you got to make sure you get a pulse back. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think uh, they did that, but I, well, I they guess were saying the he had a you, pulse in the ambulance, yeah. which you have a long good. time to get that pulse back. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Longer than you would have for no breath, it would seem. Uh, but yeah, it, either yeah, way, I don't know. Yeah. Well, ask, I don't care. I me too. Right, Just get better. Right. Get better quick. I don't care. Get better soon. And. And I, you know, the other thing I, you know, here come the people who hate football or like football's too dangerous and stuff. And I just want to say, like, guys, stop. It's like politicizing. I hate when people like politicize a bad event, right? Like in the world. And now we're doing like football. Football's dangerous. Oh, it's this or that. Okay, yeah, we didn't know that. Right. And by the way, I don't think this had anything to do with football, right? Or maybe it did, but you know what? Like you get hit. Like there's a lot of sports. Sure. You hit. You get hit just right. Like I remember as a. Little League baseball coach. My biggest fear is some kid taking a line drive yeah. off the chest. Right. Yeah. That's a, it's it's, com- it's common. I mean, well, common. There's actually a, it's, it's, I think it's called like commodio cordis or Cardios. something. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. I mean, it's like, and so it's, uh, it's, it's just one of those things that, and I want to, I don't want to minimize it, but it's like, of course not. maybe this is right, not the right term, but it's a freak thing. It's just like, yeah, oh it was my God. fluky. It was a fluky, fluky thing. Yeah, it never has like, happened in the history of the NFL. It's never happened. So, well, in yeah. 1971. Well, he had a heart right. attack, though. I don't know that it wasn't from okay, a, yeah, I don't think it was from a, a hit to the chest. Right, I got you. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, the thing that this was close to uh, in 2021, remember the soccer player? Went down. Yes. And had to have cardiac Yeah, and they and the players did the same thing. They kind of encircled well, him so you couldn't be in And intrusive. for us, Tony, right. it's Keontae Johnson, the Gator basketball player. Gator basketball player. FSU who did it. And, 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 and Keontae never came back and played, correct? No, he's no, playing. No, he's playing, playing Kansas this year. State. Yeah. He sat out Where's a year. He Kansas play, State. He plays at Kansas State and playing very well, by the way. He's, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Why didn't he stay at Florida? Was there just, he, I he think it's just too much had happened. Yeah, it's just tough. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. And the guy from the soccer player, the – yeah, he's still playing. Yeah, yeah. 
And so hope, like I really hope for like he can get back out there. Amen. Yeah. Amen to that. I mean, that'd be great. More than anything, I hope he's okay. Yeah, quality yeah, of life correct. first. Just, but, but and there's Gosh. again, there's reason to be optimistic and not fatalistic about it, and just keep praying. And like and, this is one of those literal pray, like not the cliche pray for him. Like yeah. really pray for the dude. Absolutely. And he's had millions of them go up. I and think Tony, it matters. One little offshoot feel good story about it was. The young man had a GoFundMe just to raise twenty five hundred bucks for a, right, a, a center that you know, and give out some Christmas presents. And I don't like he said earlier. He thought he probably just left it up there and forgot about it. Hadn't closed it out yet. Well, now it has three point two million dollars in it. So I, I love that. Too. Yeah, I love that. So, and so. you know the one the thing that and I lost you guys for about two seconds there. So if you guys said this, I apologize. Uh-huh. The where I was I was feeling for the mom. Yes, because like a parent. Yes. Like, what? Because you know, my kids play college football. I'm like, right. you know, my girls do this cheerleading stuff where they're like people up in the air and stuff. And you just sit there and wa- you love watching your kids and you watch them compete, but they're a kid. I don't care how old they get. And if they're hurt or something goes on, you're just like, oh gosh, it's like miserable. And thankfully, I never had to experience that in football, but, you know, outside of an ankle or something. And I was always the wrong dad for that because I told them to get their asses up and go play. Right. Suck it up. Um, but, like, I never, I was, I was fortunate I didn't have like a like a head injury or something like where they really were down because it's your it's your kid and I I just couldn't imagine like in a situation that we were all shook by all of us I was shook last night I was sick yeah. to my stomach yeah I wanted to go to bed early last night I was gonna go like what half time go to bed I, I sat up until what midnight like yeah. reading and why and trying to hope and pray yeah, yeah. You know, I woke up in the middle prayer. of the night and, and checked my phone I never do that yeah I mean and uh, and I just thought, thought about the mom. Yeah, it's and fair. Family that's sitting yeah. there live, and that's their base. The soccer player it, is, continues to play at the highest level. He plays for Manchester yep. United. There's yeah. a lot yep. of there's a lot of examples here. I, I've got a little league coach who had his kid get hit. It happened to him. It's when you get hit in the chest between beats, right? And your and your heart beats so fast that yeah. it's it's hard for it to time up. But it, yeah. it's happened. Well, let's get on to the state of our well, Jaguars. We, yeah, go ahead. Well, we'll on that last thing, and then let's go to the Jags. Um, and we don't know. If that's what it is, we think that's what it is. Right. I mean, you don't that's know if he has an underlying heart, that's an underlying heart, undiagnosed, undiagnosed heart condition. Right. You don't know that. We don't know anything. We just know that right now, right? He's he's in critical condition, but in like good a place where he can be taken care of. Yes, that's all we know. Yes, and hopefully we get more news. And and, I, and last thing on this, it'll be interesting to see what the NFL does because you have to talk about you know what are they going to do with the game. I don't right. think they can play it. If I was commissioner, uh, mm-hmm. this is the easiest thing ever. I call both teams. I call all the owners and say, "Let me tell you what we're doing. It's a tie. Don't yeah. care about seating. Don't care about anything else. Yeah. Young man, like it's a tie. Don't worry about your business." And that's it practical is- too, Tony. I mean, I, I'm not going to give the, the NFL some sort of like, you know, compassion points. We're at the end of the year. There's no well. There's nothing else to do with it. No. So in some way, there's no way, Tony. There's nowhere it can be played. No. We tell me where. To play tomorrow. Yeah. And then have to go play again. They're in Buffalo. Go play again Sunday. No, yeah. you can't do that. That's what no, I'm saying. There's no. no the the no NFL work. doesn't get extra points yeah. here. There's nowhere to put the game. And, and guess and the, what? No and, one should care. And the loser, right. um, I, I, you know, the loser here is going to be the Bills. I, I you know, I, well, that, the end, they were the number one seed, and now they're going to be the number two seed. And again, the human brain is rational enough to compare both these and understand one's more important than the other. But yeah. that also is the football side of things. They. You know they're going to go to twelve three and once. Kansas is going to be thirteen and three, and I mean, unless they yeah. make a special provision that we're going to go by losses and not the tie. I mean, no. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. Guess what? I guarantee you, Sean McDermott is every guy in that locker room. They're fine. We're fine with it. Let's go. 
And I guess that gives the Bengals the division title already because the Ravens have six losses. Guess what? It's the way it goes. I'm not not arguing that. I'm pointing this out to to people that are listening. Yeah. No, I'm with you. That is the easiest. You're right. 100%. I agree. Like, move on. Let's go. Yeah. Worry about the kid. It's going to be hard for these players to get their minds wrapped around Mm -hmm. playing next Sunday. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's while we have you, let's talk about the Jaguars because again, as the world keeps spinning, and we'll continue to monitor. We also obviously have a huge game coming up here Saturday night. Um, and by the way, I I guess I was wrong. I guess Jaguar fans are happy with Saturday night. So great, even better news. I I thought they well, wanted the prime time, fan, but huh? I think from a fan standpoint, yeah. Saturday night. I Isn't hate, that, and I hope everyone does it. Responsibly, but my guess is that the football game they won't be overly responsible. My party guys time. want to, like, yeah. they want to go party yeah. and like celebrate the win. Yeah. and I guess they'll go to work the next day. Correct, that's fair. So it's my guess. Now it's not. I was disappointed in the NFL, and and from this standpoint, mm-hmm. I think we're going to beat their butts. I don't care if right. we play tomorrow. Right. We're going to beat them. Um, but the, in a league that talks about competitive balance all the time. How do you how, how do you allow the networks to drive? To drive <laughs> well, you know the answer to that. It's all about money. But I yeah. that. But don't tell me about competitiveness. Don't, okay. Don't call. Don't call. Tell me about competitive balance. Then. Yeah. Because it's not it's not fair. Yeah. That the Jaguars have five days rest and the Titans have eight. Mm-hmm. And by the way, and don't tell me about how you don't want anyone to know and you don't want any one game impact another game. At the, you know, that's why you play everything at 1 o'clock. Remember, they changed that. Yep. And now they're putting the Green Bay Packers and the Lions on Sunday night. And the Lions might have nothing to play for if the Seahawks win at 1 o'clock. Right, which would hang. Like, just stop. Yeah. Just yeah. stop with the nonsense yeah. and just call it what it is. Yeah. The networks drive this. The networks are going to tell us they paid us billions of dollars. And if they want a team on prime time, they're going to get it. That's correct. Just, just call it what it is. Yeah. Don't give me this competitive fairness crap like it's just it's nonsense it's 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 ridiculous as well as i think the nfl handled the last night situation which is way more important by the way yeah they they botched this Mm -hmm. this is like goes against everything they've told us for years (laughs) okay we'll see it does touch a nerve with some people uh well uh, i'm I'm fine with it play saturday night yeah it's it's good i'll have sunday off i'll watch football day it'll be great yeah like, like the selfish for me yeah Get up. I'll go to church for the first time in six months. Mm-hmm. I'll watch football all day. Maybe I'll go play. If there's not a good four o'clock, maybe play a little afternoon golf. I don't know. I'll I do think like too. I the only the only I agree with everything you're saying. I think the NFL also kind of feels like, look, we got a Titans team that is reeling and a Jags I, team I don't that care. is. I know, but I, I, what, <laughs> that's about you tell you tell us on Sunday night it's gonna be a playing game. Yeah. Now, it ended end up being a playing game if Seattle, knowing the NFL, everything will come out for them perfectly. Seattle will lose, and then it will be a playing game for Detroit and Green Bay, which would be yeah, great. Yeah. And I get it. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Green Bay. It's Lambeau. I get that. I get. I understand that this is an entertainment business, but just tell us that then. Don't tell us the nonsense. Yeah. About, just say, listen, we're, like, we're a business. And I told someone this last night because they are going, Ripping the NFL, I go, take a step back. This is a big business. They're making business decisions right now. Yes, they're worried about the young man. That's right. first and foremost. But right. after the young man, they have to think about their business. Yeah. There's and no... I'm, not, I'm not trying to be callous. No. I, mean, I don't care about business. Well, real about soon, kids. just as the Chiefs were never you know, sought after, told Mahomes uh, and the Bills without, yeah. we're going to get there, and we're not going to have this. You know, what I, this... you know what I can't wait for, Jeff? Yeah. I can't wait. 
when we start roll off like three champion Super Bowl championships in a row, and they have to play us like five Sunday nights, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah, this is Jackson. You don't like it? Don't care." Yeah. yeah. By the way, have you I got? I can't wait. Have you, you guys, what what is what do these teams have in common? You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs. What do they have in common? Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh-huh. San Francisco 49ers, mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs. They're all coming to ever to to TIA oh, next, next year. Yeah, I know. That's the home our home schedule next year. As long as we win the, is the As ball. long as we win Saturday. If we win, yeah. correct. Yeah. If we finish as the first well, place. Well, team. Uh, we're, we're gonna when win. we win. Yeah. I, I would think so too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, listen, it's it's dangerous to take anything for granted. It's the it NFL. Just feels you can't different. Take it for granted. Yeah, but it feels no, different. No, no, no. You can't take it, well, we're the better team. Yeah. Hey Tony, you um, when you played for the Jags, better quarterback. Yeah, 100%. No, I mean that's a you know, I'll give the Jags credit. We said three weeks ago you're playing three motley quarterbacks, and so far it's fifty to six. So I like their yeah. chances this week as well. Tony, when you play here, you were privileged enough to play in some of some raucous shoulder to shoulder Jags only crowd. I got a roster full of, uh, of players down there who will get that for the first time as Jaguars. Maybe Shatley had one or two in seventeen, but <laughs> even full stadiums here have been full of the other team. That's going to be different for for this football team on Saturday night. Well, but in 17, I don't remember it being packed ever. Remember, this was the team trying. It wasn't packed in I thought, 17. I thought the eight. Seattle the Bills, game the Bills towards game, the end. The playoff game. Yeah, the playoff game. No, yeah. the playoff, Although there were yeah, Bills fans, were, though, in fairness. Oh, yeah. They Bills traveled. Fans the, yeah, yeah, and it wasn't, like, packed, packed. It was packed. It was yeah, I think crowd. this will be. This is, like, like the Cowboys game was packed. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of Dallas packed, fans. Packed. Yeah. But with Dallas fans, I think it's going to be that atmosphere mm-hmm. with all Jaguars. Yeah, it's awesome. And for these fans, I mean, what a – what a boost! Yet at the same time, is there a pressure with that tone? I mean, I, I you think of it no, only, it's, it's all good, it's, no bad. Okay. Well, the, the, there's pressure because it's a big game, right? Like I remember always, like you, like for me, it was like I like going to every game, whether it was a big game or not. I had so much damn anxiety because I knew like what was on the line. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking when I was playing, it's like, oh, this is a miserable feeling until you get on the field. And when you get on the field, it's like just go. It just becomes another game. You just go on the field. You go play. Um, boy, I miss that anxiety. There's not. It's such a good feeling because mm-hmm. you know you're alive and you're doing something important and people care. Um, it, it, it like you have to embrace it. Like it, like if I could go, like if I have any regrets about my career, mm-hmm. it's embracing those moments even more. Right. Like the build up to it, like the excitement, like just like enjoy it because it's going to be over and you. There's nothing in this world. Mm-hmm. That you will ever replace it with. I've, I've, I've found nothing. Right. I'm glad nothing you brought that. Replaced that. I'm glad you brought that up because I want to go back to and and this is sort of just a little warning because I think we all think the Jags are going to win and the Titans are beat to hell. I get it, man. I mean they are really. If you look at the team that the Titans were going to roll out September 10th versus the team they have now, oh, you well. understand why the Titans are have lost six in a row. And, and I know you don't use injuries as an excuse, but I want to take you, Tony Baselli, back to 1996 because yesterday I, I happened to stumble upon the Falcons game. Mm-hmm. And the Jags, oh, were, we were going we were gonna to annihilate the right, Falcons, terrible. Tony yeah. Baselli. They were and, terrible. And we kept, we, just... we kept messing up, and I looked at the game. Oh. And by the way, Jeff, uh, uh, noted Falcon uh, a fan, can you tell me who the quarterback was for the Falcons that day? Chris Chandler, Chandler, wasn't it? Chris Chandler. Chris Chandler. It was Chris Chandler. Uh, I don't. I don't think it was. A bear. A bear. It was. It was no, A No. I'm almost po- check that. I'm almost positive it was A bear who had 21 touchdowns and 25 picks that year. And Tone, I looked up at the game. Maybe it wasn't A bear. I'm pretty sure it was A bear, Tone. But I looked up 
And the Jags are up 19 to 10, you know, but they had missed opportunities to put them away. Oh, right? we should have. We should have been up like a bunch. Yeah. Kept on and then the Falcons got a touchdown. It's A-Bear. It was A-Bear, right. And the Falcons yeah. got a touchdown to make it 1917. And then the unthinkable occurred. We didn't respond. And they started moving the ball. And this thing is slipping away. Oh, And we are good. And you had to sit there and live through that, Tony Baselli, as you're watching the defense. Not all of a sudden Atlanta hitting some plays and getting it down to the dadgum uh, a 20 yard line where they're going to try a 31 yard field goal, Tony Baselli. A 31 yard field goal. <laughs> I was like, just please tackle them. Stop, stop. <laughs> and it was like, I was like watching my life just. Like, there would have been no me. story, no. And, and by the way, you would have looked even more harshly on that game because I'm looking at the box score. Yeah. With the Jags up 7 3. You ready for this? Yeah. Think about how short that where the ball must have been. 23-yard field goal, Hollis. 26-yard field goal, Hollis. 22-yard field goal. No, we, you had we, it down we, inside the five. Damn it, Brunel. In. Get it in yeah, there. No, we should. Yeah, we should. <laughs> with three drives, we should have scored. It should have been over. It yeah. 28-0. But that's my point. Like, that, that that was a game that you were going to win, no question. The place Eight was and a half point favorites. Um, you were only seven point favorites this time. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This is why the NFL is the greatest sport. I know. The greatest league because you never know. Crazy stuff happens. We in should football. be more nervous than we are, Tony. I'm telling. I mean, what? What? A couple of years ago, the Bengals with Andy Dalton, terrible. They go into Baltimore. They beat them. Yeah. Uh, the Titans. Yeah, here's, here's, the Titans have a formula. They do. If they give the ball 40 times to Derrick Henry problem is, and though, win Ross, the turnover battle, the problem this is would be a game. That offensive line I is know. decimated. I get yeah, but, it. No, but here's the thing. Yeah. Jeff's right. Jeff's yeah. right about this. I know. If you, if if Derrick Henry gets yeah. it going, yeah. and remember he got a, he had a hundred yards in the right, first quarter. In the first quarter, yeah, first quarter. If he gets it going with pretty, I mean, the, now they don't have their center Ben Jones. They mm-hmm. have some guard, other you know, they've got a practice squad guard. Mm-hmm. Um, if they get Henry going, he's a big physical man, mm-hmm. and he will run hard. Um, and they keep it, and they get a turnover or two. Yeah, and remember we had three turnovers in the first half, and we were still behind. Yeah. It was 14-13. Yeah. Now we came out and we like dominated in the second half of the close. Let's hope we can do it this week. All right, before we uh, – here's, yeah. here's what you got to do. We, you can't allow this to be a one-possession game in the second half because that plays into how Tennessee wants to play. If you get two-possession lead in the second half, it is over. Yes. Because they can't play. They can't play catch-up. Right. But, but if they play their style game and, and Vrabel will have them ready, he's a really good coach. He is. And he will have them talking about toughness and – Making it a street fight and making it ugly and right, they're, and they're going to come out them against the world, and yeah. you better knock them out in the first half because if you don't, guess what? It's going to get tense and it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be in the fourth quarter. You're going to be like, oh no, we're holding on to our hat, mm-hmm. and that's what can't happen. Now I don't think it's going to because I think Trevor will light them up like he did last time. I think Doug Peterson will have a great game plan. I think we'll score points. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Titans can keep pace with us. With that said, don't look past anyone. Go, right. go, ask, go ask the Buffalo Bills and the Denver Broncos in 96. You think they thought they had, we had any chance of beating them? Right. Nope. There you go. They didn't have, they thought, I mean, especially, I mean, both of them. Yeah. Both of them thought that here come the Jags. Yeah. Great, we're going to the we go on to the next round. Oh. Worry about the next team, bro. I distinctly <laughs> remember in seventeen Pittsburgh going up there, and the Steeler fans were ready for New England. Right. They were going to get New England, and they sense. were going to beat them and get revenge. And they didn't think we had a chance against them. 
in 17. None. Yeah. There are no, there's a lot of cappers to this, too, man. And the division, we're going to flip the division record. We're going to have a great division record this year. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a great, strong home season. We're going to sweep the Titans. There's a lot of, oh, yeah. you know, like building blocks, kind of foundational Tony, deals. Is here. the best thing about this for me, and I want to get your opinion, the fact that I feel like we're a year ahead of schedule. If Trevor goes and gets his big time primetime game, okay? And and they beat the Titans and then they get a home playoff game and it's Lawrence against Herbert probably in all likelihood. And you know, I, I just feel like if this was happening next year, we would have been excited too. Now I think we we even ramp up even more for next year. Yeah, I know this I think we're we make the playoffs we're we're a year early. My I didn't think us I didn't see us making the playoffs this year. Right. Um I, I think we're a year early. I think my prediction at the beginning of the year was seven to nine games, so we might get that. I kind of had us 10 and seven it. in the playoffs, Tony. I, I don't want to say anything, but I had us 10 and seven I, in the playoffs. I did, adjust, so. I, I did adjust midseason and made it six to eight, and then I think it went to five to seven. So, I mean, there's been adjustments to be completely Adjustments are good. We all can adjust. Yeah, I'm back to seven to nine, so I think I got that right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but here's the thing. I, I like that the fans mm-hmm. – and all of us are like, we're going to beat their ass. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, right. That's good. I right. promise you in that building, though, yeah. Doug Peterson has these guys ready. Yeah. He is he is reminding them about, and these guys know. Mm-hmm. And and he'll get this young team, and they'll be ready to go. I'm not I'm not worried about the team because I everything I've seen from the first day that Doug Peterson arrived in Jacksonville, he's a, he's, he's a great play caller. One of the best in the NFL. And he's a good psychologist, he, too. He, he said the he's right He's a things. great leader. Yeah. He's yeah. a great leader, guys. Yeah. I yeah. cannot I, I cannot emphasize that enough yeah. of what a leader he is and what he has done in that building. Yeah, and sure. it went from a building of everyone hating to go to work and hating the coach and hating the culture and hating everything about it right. to a team that loves their coach and that's, loves their team and awesome. loves the guy. You can't go from – Four and seven to now. Tone, before we let you go, I'll give you another fan base, Dan, that was sure they were just going to beat that A. Yeah. The USC fan base. Tone, before we let you go, I've got one. (laughs) Tone. uh, Tone, no, wait, wait. (laughs) That game has cost me the wheel. I'm going to have to ask you as a friend, will you spin the wheel for me and take the consequences? It's only fair, Tone. You told me. You told me. You can't tackle. You couldn't tackle Grandma Jones. I mean that was embarrassing, Dan, Tony. Dan, if you'd have told I told I would never have touched that game. Two and a half I points, never, Tony. Oh, like Heisman Trophy. They couldn't you're idiot coach, Tony. And he's an idiot. And you won't win a natty with that guy. Because he wouldn't let Caleb be Caleb at the end when it was time for Caleb to be Caleb. Idiot. No, I I'll just say this. Yeah. I had I didn't like the game going in because you have Tulane who you should spin the wheel. Thing. You should do the right thing. Hey, I'm not going to spin the wheel. You're crazy. <laughs> do the right thing, what's Tony. The, spin the wheel. What's on the wheel? What's on the wheel right now? You, oh, there's going to be all kinds of terrible I think, things. I think one thing we're going to have is you're going to go back and do the – used to do triathlons. We're going to have you do a triathlon during the show. Dude, you better have <laughs> I don't, I, uh, Tony, I'll give you one more, too, and I won't go any – I won't take it to, like, an, any, like, deep personal level. But did you also not – or did you not – Organize and orchestrate stealing one of our offensive tackles. That's all I'm going to ask. Yeah, I, I will be. I yeah. will be complete transparent on this. Yes, um, I did not okay. have anything to do with that. I'm not sure I believe I don't that. Believe you at all. I'm not Something sure I believe that, on, Tony. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Before I could, you uh, kicked my program in the in the yeah. hoo-hoo's on that one, Big yeah, Bull. Just took him right away. Once, you used some little. <laughs> you had an the end portal, there, and you took it. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, once he went into the once he he went into the portal. Yeah. yeah. I might have asked my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Does he want me to call USC? Yeah. And before I could even make the call, uh-huh. they had called him. Yeah, I bet he's a good player. A nice you job. Had, did you, nice oh, job by Billy Nate. Did you sweeten up go. the NIL deal, Tony? Is there any yeah. truth to that? Coming rumor? out of your pocket, perhaps. Yeah. That's what we heard. No, there's no, let me tell I, I can guarantee you one thing. There's not a dime coming out of my pocket. <laughs> All right, big fella. Uh, that one a, hurt, Tone. We're going to have a fun. That one hurt. Good. We're going to have a fun breakfast with Baselli on Monday. Yeah. yeah, thanks no, a lot. Good. Good Is he going to wear seventy-one too, <laughs> jackass? <laughs> hey, just because just because it's a mass exodus from your school, uh, yeah. Billy Napier's, you guys, uh, 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 at least I, our I guys, can, at least our guys can tackle. I can't be I'll less confident. That. Now, are you sure about that? I'm no, not so I'm hopeful. Sure. All right, Tony. Well, how, how many games are you guys going to win next year? You think? Uh, Four, six. Five. Yeah, I'll yeah. go six, just because I'm an optimist. <laughs> Is it open? Is like is Florida like? He's going to have one more. He's going to have a third year to show that he's not adult. Because so far, what I've seen oh, is adultish. Well, uh, six and seven. Well, we didn't, about, do a, well, didn't do a thing on the field that impressed all year. Huh? How things flip? All of a sudden, Florida State is yeah. back. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not so sure about that. I, I, I can't talk about this with you. Right, we got to go. Let's talk things. to you next Monday. What? I, love I got you. a daughter who still goes to school. Yeah, she's transferring, I'm sure. I got two daughters. You're going to send her to Sure, one's going to be in L.A. very soon, all right? <laughs> Goodbye. There he is, the Hall of Famer. Thank you, Tony. Next Monday's going to be fun, boys. Next Monday's going to yes. be fun. Yes. All right, we'll come back with uh, more on the other side. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday on the drill. plays on and off the field. Now get ready for the Lockett Law High School Report, brought to you by Lockett Law. Know before you blow. All right, let's, uh, you know, kids are going back to school. Are you guys back in school yet? We start tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's unbelievable, these vacations. They become longer and longer. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Give another week, as far as I'm concerned. You know what your parents still got to pay, though, for the month of December? Full tuition. It's not important at all. Though. Time for the Lock and Law High School Report. No, before you blow, we've got, we're talking uh, Bishop Kenny ladies basketball, which has become kind of a powerhouse around these parts. Oh, we may have our first double up. Yeah. First repeat. We've got Claire visitor. Coyle. Right, Claire? Claire's been here. Have you not? Claire. Yeah. And we have Riley Talbert. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And you guys are both juniors? Wow. Juniors? Well, maybe right. we'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> Go for a three-peat. So, and I'm looking... She's got uh, uh, she's got BK girls district champs, final regional final champs, final four. That was last year, yeah. correct? Yes. Have you been to the it. final four a bunch of times? Mm-hmm. Yes. In a row? Yes. How many? I think it's our fourth. Yeah. It was last year. Talking to the mic, Claire. Get that mic up closer <laughs> to your face. There. We got to get we got to get going on. So tell me about uh, uh, Claire. You were here last year. Tell me about this year's team. What's different? Um, I think this year we share the ball really well, okay. which is different. And, mm-hmm. you know, just the scoring diversity on our team is something special this year. Okay. Okay. Riley Talbert, Jr., what's been your favorite moment so far? Um, we recently went to West Palm for okay. a Christmas tournament. Love those tournaments on the road. That was really fun. We yeah. got to go to the beach and just spend a lot of time together. Okay. Bonding. Team bonding. We've now yes. closer together as we Nothing get Nothing like bonding at the beach, I say. Yes. Yes. How did you do in the tournament? We went one at all. We you won three and all. What kind of style does BK play? What are we doing? If I go to a BK uh, girls basketball game, what am I going to see there? Um, I think we have really high intensity. Okay. 
really run through our offenses and just look to get it in transition. Okay. And yeah, yeah. What's the record so far, by the way? 12-1? and one? No. Oh. 14-1? and 14-1. Yeah. Yeah. You lose track. Played a lot of games. Who beat you? Westminster. Miami? Uh, or... They're in Tampa, I think. Tampa. Yeah, we only lost them by a couple in a. Like, now, are they in your in your class? So you won't face them as no, you go on. Are, are we optimistic about putting one more at the bottom of all that list? Is that like you get to a point? We talk to a lot of you high school athletes that come in in different sports. And you, there are certain programs and certain sports that really, I mean, we we can we can talk about. Oh, we want to win this first and that first. But at the end of the day, if you don't win state, it's almost like a disappointment. Is that fair? Yes. For these guys. Yeah. Haven't you? That's what I mean. Yeah, but we have we have not one state. We've only how many state championships has Bishop Kenny girls basketball won? One or more? Do we know? Two. Um, I'm not I sure. They're asking the juniors about the history. Were under Principal Orlando. Yes, at the time. Yeah, yeah which we remember. Yeah, yeah. Back in the '90s, wasn't it? How's he doing? Is he running a tight ship still over there? Is he? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's okay. He's doing yes. good. All right. All right. All right. So, who's our biggest <laughs> competition here? Like, what, what's the best? Like um, uh, lo- locally, what gets your you know what gets you jacked up? What 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 games are? Um, I think you we have some to? pretty big games coming up against Oakleaf and Bowles yeah. and Andrew yeah. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, yeah. should be our biggest pop competition okay. coming up. Do you yeah. consider y'all the best girls team in the area? Yes. 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 Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Do they play our girl? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What's her name? E. Who's the girl that just whipped you Talia. in the three-pointer? Talia. Talia, Talia Scott. Scott. Yeah. yeah, do you play Talia? Yeah, she's a monster. They're not on the sketch? Mm-hmm. We were that, supposed to play them a couple weeks ago. That'd be a fun one. I'd like to go see that one. Uh, I think fun. I think BK, we should set that up. BK71, <laughs> Talia64. Oh, <laughs> might be. Might be. All right, so we're we're farther along than than we think. Like, we're good halfway through the season no, then, right? more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you got to be pleased with everything. Tell us what's been the best part so far going for. Like, what, what's working for you guys? Um, Claire scoreboard. Claire, <laughs> um, I think a lot of the best parts just come from being surrounded by like a great team of girls. Uh-huh. Like we're all just really close. And then basketball wise, mm-hmm. I think we're all we were all really pushed this season to adapt because we lost a really good player, Maddie. Yeah, and so all all like members of the team were pushed to like start scoring more and looking for opportunities for themselves while also being unselfish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, like every night, like somebody different is leading the scoreboard, which is super good. You guys watch a lot of women's college basketball? I try. You try, not really. There's so much more of it on. I was just wondering how it, you know, impacts like young women's. Do you watch men's college basketball? Mm-hmm. You watch that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what's uh, how did the grades go last semester? We we rocking and rolling. Good. Take care of business. We mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Favorite class, please. Uh, Riley, start with you. Mine's Favorite class, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love I love the answer already. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. It's a, it's a hard choice. I hate school. <laughs> um, I like math. Math. Okay. Yeah. Who's your favorite teacher? Um, she frowned, by the she way, does. when she said yeah. that. Squirreled up a whole furrowed brow. Are you kidding me? Actually, math? maybe anatomy. All right. That's class. I think mine. We actually have anatomy together. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, there we go. We got a good teacher in there? We do. Uh, yeah, Miss Winkler. She's a volleyball coach. Miss Winkler. Miss Winkler is the teacher of anatomy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Do you know what about Miss Winkler? Yeah, she was a volleyball coach. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, um, what about uh, Miss Gamble? How's she doing? She. I don't know her. You don't know Miss Gamble? Shocked looks. She's an advisor. I'm, oh wait, yeah, I, I just, transferred here. 
Last uh, year was my first year. So oh, I don't stop asking me questions. Did you get any NIL stuff or anything from, from Bishop yeah. Kenny? What are you getting a little cash over there? Or what? what did they give you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> where did you Where did you transfer from? Um, from Fernandina. Okay. Oh, did so, you come down? It's a long drive. Of the basketball was that mainly a big part basketball. Of it? My dad went to Kenny and okay, just for academics too. All right, all right, cool. all, right. all right. Well, it's great to see you guys. Congratulations on your season. Keep it so up. Far. Keep up the good work. I expect a title this year. Yeah, I Blair. want some <laughs> stitching at the bottom of that. Yeah. Right there Next year, all when that. you come back, it better say state champs yeah, under right. it. That's Can we it. do that? Do we know who we have to beat in the final four? Not to look ahead. Is there one team that has been your thorn in your side? Yes. Uh, yes. Who is it? Times in the past, it was Lake Highland Prep. But yes. Last year, we lost to Calvary Christian okay. in, the, in the semi. Are they all in the same? Because it changes every year. But are they? Are we still? You in have the them same? again this year? Are they yes. good again? Classification. This year? Lake Highland's really good. Like, Calvary's not as good this okay. year. Okay. All, right. gotcha. all right. Well, good luck to you, ladies. Yes. Thanks nice for coming to see in you guys. Thank you. Thank with you. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll keep it rolling. Going to the nine o'clock nasty. We haven't done that in a while. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys get back Don't to school tomorrow. Yeah. Enough yes. of this break stuff. All right. All right. I'd take another week for me, but hey, that's just me. It's Cal and Chuck Accessories Tuesday. You're listening to The Drill. All right, there are no wrong answers here. This is a hypothetical, but I'm just going to ask your opinion. Yes, sir. Patriots at Bills on Sunday. Who do you think wins that game? Uh, I, think the, I think the Bills win. Yeah, maybe too. Yeah. What about the Dolphins? No Tua. Mm-hmm. He's out again, they said. Dolphins host the Jets. Who do you think wins that game? Oof. Ugly. I, I flip of the coin. Yeah. Steelers host the Browns. Who wins that game? I think Pittsburgh. Does. I do too. But the Browns just went to Washington and yeah. a team that needed to be in the playoffs and beat them. So those are the three things that I, I mean. It's, it's not, I mean, if we didn't have the division <laughs> hanging over, right. we would be excited. That's at this stage after what happened in a crazy weekend. Yeah. All that needs to happen: the Jags can lose on Sunday. Yeah. Or Saturday. Yeah. And if Pittsburgh loses to the Browns. I really would have liked their chances if Pittsburgh had. Yeah, lost to the Ravens. Lost to the Ravens, yeah, which they were going to do. That was a nice win for them. Yeah. Mike yeah. Tomlin, 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, I know, it's unbelievable. I, I, I tend to agree with you on the Steelers. I don't trust the Dolphins as far as I can throw them. They're yeah. a disaster right now. Yeah, but now. the Jets are too. I, I know, but whatever. I, I'm just saying. They had no chance against these, Seattle. These, these are less of an upset than the Titans beating the Jets. Yes. Right? I agree, I agree. The, the Jets are, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's a three-point favorite. Yeah. The Jets-Dolphins line is even, and the pay, and the Bills are, uh, well, we don't know yet because things are up in the air. Yeah. Speaking of the Jags, uh, and we haven't talked about much at all, but we lost another Player Uche Wanari passed away shockingly at the, heart attack. at the age of 38. And I thought of Vinny Manawai, who we lost uh, a few years back. And, and Uche was a dude who, uh, man, he was a tough dude. He played 07 to 13, um, went to Purdue. I guess he was back up in, in he lived in Atlanta, from what I understand. his wife or ex-wife or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, his wife at the time, she lived in West Lafayette. Well, yeah, Purdue, which is where Purdue is. Yeah, was. so I'm assuming he was back up that way. Uh, and I think he just, yeah, we, I think we had a, a heart attack. And Uche was always on social media and always had, you know, he was fun to debate with. He's you know, opinionated. You, and yeah, you go back smart. and forth with him, a smart guy. And man, oh man, far too young, 38 years young. I just, uh, you know, once, and, and you know, 38, I, I mean, I don't, but when you get older like we are, it's like, you know, you got to go get that, go get those, uh, uh, physicals every just go get yeah. a physical man once just a year double check yeah. double check things make sure you're not doing that okay. that could have caught this no but. no I mean, he's so young that you know you don't expect an alarming number of like heart issues with these athletes yeah. lately I mean, I mean it's just been a terrible time right. in sports with coach Leach and yeah. Uche and what happened Leach to also De- a heart deal yeah and what happened to DeMar Hamlin and 
you know, just a lot of stuff going around right now with all that. But yeah, stuff. well, Uche is a great locker room guy. He was great with an opinion. He was a good interview. Yeah, uh, we've had him interview. you know the show through the through the years back yeah. in the day. So he's a gadget guy. Yeah, he yeah. loved the little gadget. Yeah, 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 for sure. And all right, uh, he had gone and started. He was like kind of a social media guy. He started a YouTube channel and some yeah. other stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, talking to NFL and other. Uh, do we want to take a quick call, yeah, call from the from the Ox Gator? Let's get the Gator and, in and we'll here. break and come back with your favorite part of the day. Nasty. Yeah, we're on the Farrah Farrah phone line with the Ox Gator. Good morning, Guggen. Good morning, Guggens. Uh, Jeff, I was just calling in and say congratulations Thank you, buddy. To you. I didn't do much, but I appreciate uh, it. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I might, you know, uh, my wife's boss is actually the father of uh, the mom. So I feel like we're kind of family now. Do you feel that way, yes or no? The fo- what now? I'm repeat co- repeat con- the totally setup. Confused my, my wife's boss. My wife's boss. Current boss? Is the fa- yes. He's the father oh, of, of, the, the of, of the mom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like we're kind of uh, well. Maybe I can get well. Maybe I can get some uh, inside details. Make sure the kids on good standing over there on good footing, <laughs> right? <laughs> is is there any any truth to the rumor he's named after former Gator linebacker Earl Everett? Yeah, Earl yeah. Everett. I think Everett ended up being a. And for those of you that missed it, yeah, became a grandpa over the break. Um, yes. Uh, Everett was a family name on both sides, apparently. So oh. okay. Uh, okay. Again, if they would have yeah, asked me to name the kid, it would not have been Everett. But not my choice. Mm-hmm. I had my chance. Wasn't inspired and, by him making that tackle in the Ohio State game. I would think without and the, the helmet, helmet flew off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I sure. think that's. I think that's worthy. I think what's most important is he was he was born day of Jets Jags and he's two and zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's outscored yeah, the opponents fifty go. to six. I, I a, a, a bigger football entity is not. It'll come into my life in mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. few years. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. can take him down to Gainesville. We need all the help Let's we go. can get down there. Let's yeah. go. All right. Yeah, I'm not, we'll see. Not we'll see you guys. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you, buddy. All right, we'll uh, we'll take a break. Uh, we got the nine o'clock nasty coming up. It's uh, we'll talk about Georgia and, and the, that win over Ohio State. It was great game. What a great semifinals yeah. Saturday. Or and whatever Georgia was. was yeah. They were beat. And however well, it happened, you got to yeah. give them credit, man. They found a way to to get a victory because they were done and they came back and I just thought Ryan Day made one mistake in that game and I think it cost him at the end. So we'll talk about that more uh, going forward here on the drill. It's a, it's basically a playoff week. Yes, it's a Catlin Talk Accessories uh, Tuesday, so you know it's big. All right, a couple of things here. We're going to get into the college uh, scene, as it were. The national championship game is set up. I there's There's never been – this is – Leicester City running to the Premier League title. I mean, TCU was yeah. 200 to 1. Yeah. And if you look at some of the other teams this year that were 200 to 1, you find teams like the Colorado Rockies and the uh, the football. It was a, like Jets. I don't even know who it was. Just bad, bad uh, team. So mm-hmm. there's that. I have a little bit of an issue. Okay. I am. <laughs> I've had a, you know, kind of a go to. Zinger insult, never within earshot, but always there at the tip of my tongue. And I unleashed it again on the golf course last week. And my uh, playing partners looked at me like, how dare you? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was, we had a couple of older gentlemen in front of us, just slow as the Dickens. Mm -hmm. And at one point I may have uttered, come on, grandpa, hit the ball. So My Mm -hmm. point now is Mm -hmm. when you yourself have become a grandpa, Mm -hmm. what, what I do now, great grandpa, come on, great grandpa, old man. Ah, old man doesn't cut it. It's not yeah. enough. I mean, yeah. they needed the gramps, you know? That's like the gut shot. So, I've got Problem. that. And I don't know what to do now for no. when I get a you know 80-year-old in front of me on the golf course who won't move. I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of stuck as to what I can do. Mm-hmm. You mentioned your plan to go to the tweed jacket and smoking pipe mm-hmm. for, for your new adjunct Class. professorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. They, Next week it begins. They've hired you back. Yep. Um, 
there was a guy who kind of resembled Nation. that. I, I watched a show last night for the first time, honest to God, in two or three years. Okay. Jeopardy. Oh, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it since Trebek. Not no. not not more than just like walking through a room and hear sure. one question. Yeah, Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings was the host yesterday. Is he the full that's I had some questions. Do you still watch Jeopardy? Yes. Is he the full time host? Just him? I thought the 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 break or the what's what's the show called? The uh you know, Big Bang. I thought that girl was the Oh, my, my Bialik? Yeah. Is she not the she, host? She does, uh, like, weekends. Oh, she's so Monday to Friday. It's Ken Jennings. Yeah. Not a big fan. Are you okay with him? No. Is he growing on you? No. The show, I, I the point I was going to make, as much as I like the show and I enjoy it, I enjoy testing myself trivially, mm-hmm. I'll never watch it again. Mm. It's That is like, like, even Price is Right, I could ultimately get past Bob Barker and into Drew Carey. You very rarely say the host was bigger yeah. than the show, but it may have been true I with Trebek. It, it may have been true with Trebek. I think it was. Uh, Doug Peterson talked yesterday. We're going to f- uh, you know, share some of his comments with you, but let's talk a little college ball first. Yes, yes. A uh, <clears throat> national championship showdown. One of the interesting things to me about TCU is their average recruiting rankings in the last three years is 35th. Okay, so they're not doing it with what about the portal? homegrown. Well, they have nine defensive starters from the portal, and it's worked for them, and one of the things that I talked about last week was how FSU, who just got a corner from Virginia and has like four of the top 20 portal guys coming their way next year, have really done a great job in the portal. And they're doing it, some say, in a backwards way, but I'm not so sure. It's working for them when they say, well, it's not sustainable. Well, why isn't it? Why isn't it? If you hit the portal every year and you nail guys, understand this. I think I read the last three five stars that FSU had signed. Not one of them played a meaningful down for the Knowles. But if you look at the most important three guys they signed in the portal the last couple of years, they're all playing. I, I wonder this. Jamie Robinson, uh, Verse, Jermaine Johnson. Wilson. You can go down the list. Yeah. Vincent, the running yeah. back, yeah. all of them. I, this is what I wonder, though. I think you can miss on a percentage of your recruiting class if you're recruiting well mm-hmm. and be okay. I mm-hmm. wonder if you miss on those portal guys if you're not. Florida, I, I mean, I'm just <sighs> – I'm trying not to be like. Well, I don't want to get to Florida. I'll yeah, say okay. that for a minute. Right. Let's let's talk about Georgia for a second and Georgia's game against Ohio State. And I thought that, I thought that Ryan Day was brash and bold. By the way, Ryan Day reminds me so much of Joe Coward. I don't know why, but I think he's Joe Coward's. Well, you said that illegitimate before. son. But anyway, um, huh? Probably close to the same age. Are they really? I would think. Mm. Joe's up there too now. But anyway, uh. uh he says pedal to the metal the whole game. He's pedal to the metal. And then at the end, he seems satisfied with getting the ball to the 30. And Georgia all out blitzed him, and he got a little scared, and he just needed to call a little screen pass or something. Make no mistake, I personally was rooting for Ohio State. It's one of those great tried-and-true uh, college football fandom questions. Do you root for your conference or do you root for – I do not root for my conference. I could care less about the SEC. I don't bang the SEC banner. I don't care that they're 10-1 and in the semifinals. None of that matters to me. I care about Florida. Now, some like that, and i that's fine. If that's your way, that's fine. I can't root for Georgia. I hate Georgia. Um, you know, I do. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and I think we all should if you're a Florida fan. If you're a Florida fan, you root for Georgia. It makes no sense to me, but it does make sense to some, so so be it. Uh, so with that said, I rooted for the dastardly Ohio State, who I'm not a big fan of as well. But Ohio State Why matches up. Why would any up- Florida fan root for Georgia? Less some do because of the conference. What conference? That's dumb. the SEC. I know, I know that. Yeah, That's just that com- stupid. I'm just telling you, it's not. Well, you can you, call it stupid, but well, you don't hate a, Georgia like you should. There's if you're a lot a of people that. For but just anyway, like Georgia should never root for Florida. But anyway, exactly. But anyway, yeah. so so, 
however you do it, though, I thought Ryan Day messed that up. But again, you got to give credit to Georgia, man. I mean, I there was a time during that game where I honestly, and I think Georgia fan was thinking the same thing. Is he going to put Beck in for Bennett? He was just furious with Stetson Bennett. Yeah. And, he made some mistakes at the end of the first And by half. the end of the game, he's thrown for 400 yards. Yeah. So, uh, and they, they, they get receivers back. They're so talented. George, but Ohio State can match them with recruiting talent. TCU can't. Well, you say, well, TCU couldn't ma- match Michigan. No, but this is the elite of the elite of recruiting. This is just let, the, let, your, rec- let your talent win the game. Don't mess it up. And I'll give Kirby Smart credit. I don't know who did it. I don't know if he did it. I don't know whoever the assistant is who did it. The timeout. It's the greatest timeout in the history of college football. Yeah. They were beat. They had them. They get that first down, and they probably win that game. That fortifies your brand as a coach. Oh, my gosh. the Georgia brand, by the way. Let's not forget, suddenly now when you lost a championship game before, it matters when you add two more on top of it. See what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, if you go and you play Alabama and Tua gets you, and that's it. It ends there. It's okay. Whatever. Yeah. When you follow that, because they're about to win their second in a row. It hadn't happened since what? Nebraska? Has that been that long? I guess it has, right? Nebraska, mid nineties. No, USC. USC in the mid two thousands. Yeah, USC. I think. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, uh, and they're not going anywhere. They're, they're not going t- they're anywhere. Locked and loaded. And Kirby Smart yeah. is, by the way, Kirby Smart. I believe two thousand sixteen, his first year at Georgia. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they played TCU in the Liberty Bowl. Did they? <laughs> so full circle for for them. But yeah, I mean, well. Georgia's twenty-eight and one over the last two years, and they're about to, you know, go fifteen and zero this year. Which is, I mean, to do that is 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 unbelievable. Yeah. They, I, you know, again, I hate to. They have not lost a bowl game since the eighteen sugar. They uh, they won the nineteen sugar. They won the twenty peach. They won the orange in the college football national championship last year. Now they won the peach, and they're in the college football. That's one, two, three, four, five. They're about to win six bowl games in a row. Yeah, Kirby Smart has it going on, baby. And if you want to turn it to Florida now, if Florida doesn't figure it out, Florida is just going to be a a, a turnstile. And, and and what's hard for Gator fan is Georgia's on top of the near. world. Florida's nowhere uh, near. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 Tennessee's ascending. FSU's ascending. Uh, FSU and State has the portal figured out. Miami has recruiting figured out. Florida's spinning its wheels a little bit with the NIL. There's certain rules and regulations. I talked to a lot of people. I've been very interested about this NIL thing. I don't like how I hate it for the game. I don't mind the kids getting the money they can. I don't like I I don't understand why Florida does not middle finger up and just start paying whoever they want to pay to get players. They say, well, there's rules. What rules? What is the NCAA going to do? What did the NCAA do to Bill Self, who cheated to win a natty at Kansas? Oh, suspended him for three games. Mm. Boo-hoo. Hey, go ahead. Have at it. If the NCAA, who has no power anymore, comes knocking on your door, tell them to, you know, pound sand. Yeah. Get lost. Whatever. You have no authority. You got no authority here. I, I, Go I, follow the I, – you can take me down, but we're taking everybody down. I don't know what – and maybe they're not. You know, I, I don't know. I don't have my finger on the pulse. of just mm-hmm. the people that I know that are, you know, either Gator alums or fans. I, I don't know how you could be even moderately excited or enthused about the coaching hire. I mean, that, I, well, I'll tell you why. Okay. And here's here's how you do it. You, you, listen, if if Billy Napier, first off, you got to give him time, and he's got the number nine class, and it's a legit number nine class. And next year, he's going to have a number eight, nine, ten class, and the year after that. Now, can he get in the top five? Remains to be seen. He hasn't yet. 
if he does, well, let's just say he stays at number nine. If he stays at number nine for the next three years, then he's going to have he's going to have a team that's going to win nine, ten, eleven games every year. They'll be back to that respect. They'll they'll win a couple, lose a couple against their rivals. So that's why you're excited. He's getting it's a legitimate number nine. This is the best class Florida has signed football wise in ten years. Yeah. So that alone, and that, and that's hard to do. By the it's way, hard to fight your I'll way back this. into that. The one ten years ago won absolutely nothing. Right. I mean, it's not well, enough. Nine is not enough, Dan. Absolutely nothing if you're didn't win an SEC. Absolutely nothing if you're if your measuring stick is an SEC championship yeah, and a national championship. 100%. Absolutely. Well, we, but if you go to a twelve team playoff, yeah. nine uh, uh, getting the number get nine in. class is going to get you into well, the twelve. And we team learned playoff. that Tulane and TCU, none of these have. Here's the second part of it. I saw. Oh yeah, that. Bama won back to yeah, back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I, I will repeat this. In 13 University of Florida football games, Billy Napier in game did not impress me one time all year. Not yeah. one call where I went wow. Well, not one time out where I said good. Not one. That's a problem. Yeah. And are we also off now that if you're a real great, with mm. all due respect for the number nine recruiting class, mm. year two you bust it, dude. Mm. You don't go seven and five. I would say yes. It's Florida but, worse than what than when Urban took over for Zook or so. Yes, is it? Yeah, Zook had was a hell of a recruiter. Okay. Zook had good players. Yeah. So yes, but what uh, about Spurrier taking over for? From Gale? what I understand, Billy Napier has been told he's got four years. Well, so it, and and by the way, you can't go ask Tennessee, man. Now you got to find out if this is the right guy, but you cannot get into this revolving door of coaches. That is a that is a recipe for disaster. I'm not saying do that. I know you're, you're stuck not. with it. I know you're, you're not. stuck with it. But I. But he's got to. He's got to get better. He's got to get better. And and I would suggest Billy Napier look at offensive coordinators. I think he wants to stay with his plan and his program. Chris Doring was on with us last week when you were off, and he had an interesting point. He said because I told him I said I thought the plan was terrific. He said the plan was terrific maybe two or three years ago, but everything has changed now, and everything has changed. And and I do think there's better lines of communication with the money guys and Florida. I don't know. Again, I the rules thing. I I I I don't really say it in jest. I'm serious. I don't know that there are rules. I know there are rules, but I don't think they're enforced. There should, well, it's not fair. You can't sit there and go well public private with Miami and Florida. You can't sit there and go this state and that state. Even pro sports has salary caps. Yeah. And, you know, you know, right now it's it's I just feel college like football should not be best bought team wins. I just feel like Florida always seems years behind in the in whatever Everything. the new thing facilities, like facilities, Florida's stadium. years behind. Stadium Florida's years behind. NIL Florida now doesn't have why don't we have a grip of that? Why don't we understand that? That falls on Scott Strickland as well. I mean, I'm so you know, Scott Strickland is 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 you know has got to have some some answers. If there's three different collectives down there, then there should be a, a meeting with the three heads of the collectives saying, okay, this is going to go to this, this is going to go to this, this is going to go to this, or you're going to do it on your own. But you got to have a plan, and you got to be in conjunction with the school to make this thing work. But it's all about money for the kids. And, again, I don't blame the kids. You want Cormani McLean? Cormani McLean was going to the biggest bidder. And guess what? Now he's playing it against Miami again. He's 
He hadn't signed. He's, they say he's not going to sign with Miami. He's got Dion trying to get him. I don't blame the kids. They're no, taking I don't blame them. They've opened up the coffers. Yeah. I mean, it's damn sure unfair to Emmett Smith and my Charlie Ward. Question, and my biggest before. question with Billy Napier is if you're building such a successful culture, and by the way, I have no problem with the guys leaving. A lot of the guys left. I don't care. But I do care when the num- a, a second-team All-SEC offensive lineman who should be one of your starters next year jumps into the portal. That makes me wonder. And again, is that strictly financial or not? Graham Mertz is a, obviously a bridge guy to Rashada, but you know, do you Rashada honestly better be the guy next year? Do you honestly honest. think that Graham Mertz is better than? But well, from what I was told, Grayson McCall's transcripts are a wreck. Is he leaving Coastal Carolina? No, he yeah, went he, back he in. Left, yeah. Hartman told Florida, "I'm not coming." He would, he's going to go to Notre Dame. Now he's going to go to Notre Dame. Hartman told Florida, "I'm not going into the portal." Even yeah. Well, he is. Why? Listen, again, this happens. It's your team. You want to think the best. I mean, the Florida's not attractive to anyone. Yeah. I mean, what the hell, dude? They lost to Vanderbilt. They lost to every rival. They're six and five. I mean, we're living in our Florida was Gator a, euphoria me, to think that Sam, that a transfer quarterback, Florida, would choose Florida. Why? Florida was attractive. I'll tell you when Florida was attractive. Florida was attractive the night they beat Utah yeah. at the season opener, yeah. and the place was packed, yeah. and it was electric, and you could have signed everybody then if you could have signed them then. But when you start to lose, then you got to pay more. Yeah, You start to lose to Vandy because the kids want to go where they can have a chance to win. Sure. That's part of it. Yeah, of course. And, and, you know, it's ultimately about money too. And Florida, listen – the Ruiz guy, and again, this is not Joe. You gets offended on this. Why do you always say when it's because that's what it is? Ruiz outbids everybody. Ruiz knows how much to give to the player. If Florida's offering two fifty, Ruiz will offer three hundred. Yeah, it's just that way. Well, so sounds uh, like winter Miami to me. Yeah, it's not a shot. It's just well, again, and Florida has a couple guys. Uh, uh, the Hathcock guy and the Condren guy are are big time boosters, but they need uh-huh. they need a. Uh, they need a golden goose, man. I'm more concerned than the NIL money of the fact that my coach took a team to a bowl game and lost 30 to three. I it's just, it's un- I mean, yeah. after, after losing to well, Vanderbilt and everyone down yeah. the stretch, and now I, I, yeah, you know was again, a, that was a tough one though. Yeah, I mean, going there with no, I, I get uh, it, but, shit, but but play, fight, do something. Yeah, I mean, I see other teams with nothing or showing up in their bowl games. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be the only one. All right, Doug Peterson met the media yesterday, so it's fresh sound. We'll talk. Mm-hmm. We'll hear from him when we come back on the other side. Is the Jags basically, even according to Peterson, start the playoffs this week? You're listening to the drill. It's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. You know, there's there's always uh, opportunities to reach out and just kind of express, you know, um, your concern you know, with with that, and especially with Tennessee playing a Thursday game. But look, at the end of the day. Um, you know, we're just excited to be here, uh, to be in this type of game. I think it's great for our players, great for our city to have it and to host it here and uh, obviously in, in, in Jacksonville this uh, this Saturday night. You know, I, I've been saying it for a while. I really, it, it, it leapt out at me after the Detroit loss the week of the Titans that week, right? Yeah. It leapt out me then when Doug Peterson went up to the microphone on Monday and called what we saw in Detroit as the Jags fell to what? Four and five and eight called what we saw in Detroit a one-off. This isn't us. Mm-hmm. That's that's bold and brassy, right? I mean, there's a team that is they were doing nothing that to make sure, and his team believed him. They responded. Yep. And then he after the big win, well, it's just a game. Mm-hmm. That's only one, you know. Mm-hmm. Before a, a short week doesn't matter. I mean, he's just like psychologically, he's pressed all the buttons. 
and it makes me feel so much more at ease. I, I Look, I understand that we should be guarded about the Titans coming to town. Like, it, look, the Colts came to town last year. Sure, they were going to the playoffs, and we had no business beating them. It wasn't even close. Oh, it yeah. happens all the time. All it, the time. It, that, the year that the Jags played the Bills in the playoffs. You know, the Bills won in Miami. Cincinnati was terrible that year. Yeah. And they won at Baltimore to win. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I, I tell you what, be careful. Yeah. You better go there Saturday hoping to win and cheering to win, not expecting to win because I think that's a, that's a leap. They're not 40 yeah. point favorites. This isn't college. No, it's so, not college. Uh, one more from uh, Doug Peters. You heard him talking about the short week. He also talked about, you know, it's go time and we're ready. You know, uh, we're ready to go. Our guys are going to be, uh, you know, focused. It's, you know, kind of is what it is, but, um, Look, I've always I've always said that you, you want to be one of the teams that is in the conversation at the end of the season, and obviously us and Tennessee are in the conversation. So, uh, great opportunity for our organization to play Saturday night primetime game and uh, you know showcase what we've got. More than meaningful football is what we have here, right? Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. the, the the be all end all when it comes to you know developing into a winner. And again, I, I heard you mention it in downtime, and we've been saying it as we've gone through this journey. You know, they're here to stay. There's, right. no, there's nothing fluky about Trevor. He's only going to get better. He's 23, Dan. Right. And by the end of this, his second year, he's playing like a top five quarterback. We have gone a couple of weeks without a touchdown pass. I want to pad those numbers I didn't a think bit. he was very good on Sunday, and yet he that was, was his worst throw in a long time. Um, but he was high early. Yeah. He only missed four passes, 80% passer. But I, The slingshot of, interception of, was a bad one. A lot of checkdowns. Yeah. Just, and again, he's been fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a game like that, yeah. do it there. And, yeah. You know, on the national stage Saturday night, yeah, he'll be. That's fine. your coming out party. That's true. You can have your coming out party yeah. and let he, the well, whole rest of the nation he, he's know. He's had what we it know. to a degree, but yeah. not with everyone watching the game. Yeah, like even the Jets game, he played good. He didn't play great. It's not like, oh wow, look at this guy, right? And he's had games like that, obviously. Is uh, can I change subjects for? Yeah, a second? I have a, that's good. We're moving on chest. from the Jags. And, yeah, and, and, we got a lot more yeah, coming up, but obviously we're we're closing in on time. But E, I'll ask you your opinion, Jeff, as well. Michael Jackson. He's a great entertainer, singer of all time, Goat. right? Goat. Goat. Yep. I think so. And great singer. Yeah. Goat. Yeah. And then on a different level, um, there's no denying Celine Dion's voice, right? It's Absolutely. It's unbelievable, right? Right. I saw that Rolling Stone had updated the 200 greatest singers, and Jackson was 86. Dang. Celine, I think he's a and, performer. Yeah, I would disagree. He doesn't have some great, beautiful voice to me. Yeah, I'd have to agree with yeah, that. But from, he's from, a great inter- go he's entertainer. Yeah, but from the yeah. from the Jackson Five, the range on the little kid yeah, up to an adult, right, he yeah. never lo- he always could, and the high notes. But Celine Dion not in the top two hundred. Oh, that's a travesty. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, are that you kidding all. me? Travesty. And by I the mean, way, does uh, Celine like? Like rival Whitney? To yes. A degree? Yeah. To a point. And, and she's like one or two on that list, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then not as not as big, but others who were left off the list. And you have a hard time convincing me, and I'm not an expert in music. Trust Bob me. Bob Dylan. Although sadly. some say I wasn't on the list, and I yeah. sing like an angel. That was a, that was yeah. Uh, well well thought out. Uh, Janet Jackson, Tony Bennett. Maybe they don't like the Jacksons. Madonna. Madonna's can't sing. Not a top two hundred. No. Performer, uh, yeah. Entertainer, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. but not singer. Nat King Cole. I don't know. Christmas songs of all time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. But how do you not have Celine Dion in your top? Celine Dion is It has to be an oversight. Oh, shoot, I forgot. Because she's, yeah, you're right. It happens sometimes. Had to be.
because Celine Dion is not like entertain like those others. Oh, those are top hits. She's not. She's just a great singer. Stri- yep. Right. Straight just, singer. Yeah. 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 She has the voice of a songbird, Dan. Yes. Some people would say that. I, I ask. I, I want to ask you a couple of questions here before we're yeah, please uh, done um, for the day. Okay, I'm here for you. What is going on with Carlos Correa? Oh my! Uh, is, my yeah. future Met uh, third baseman? Well, I mean, if you, he was when I when he left. He was your third baseman. I mean, what is? I mean, well, obviously, does it linger forever. I it's think, not signed, right? There's no, no signed deal. I think what happened and the the inside story, just by all the Met stuff that I follow, is is this: the owner and the agent agreed to some stuff, okay, mm-hmm. and worked out a deal. And the baseball people said, "Wait, no, no, no." I don't think that's the case. Okay. I think there were like some parameters and then things leaked out and everybody got what, you know, Cohen is ticked because they were working through the deal and they're still working through the deal. In principle, we agreed to 12 years, 350 million. I think Cohen had some provisions in there because we all know there's something obviously going on with his ankle. He's got a broken leg. Yeah. Basically. Well, (laughs) that's what I mean. Um, It's like a broken leg that won't get totally right. They say he, he suffered it in 2014. Yeah. So, I know. Um, so that's what I think. They say that no leaks now, no news is good news, that Correa wants the Mets, the Mets want Correa. They just got to figure out the ramifications. Now, who knows? It may turn – there's always a possibility. And if it does, maybe he ends up signing a one-year deal someplace else. Braves, maybe. We could use a shortstop. There you go. <laughs> could happen. You know, I mean – I did see, so. though, the win forecast. The Mets were one and the Braves were two. Oh, so that's and the Phillies were way down at like twelve. Predicted win eighty five games. Yeah. Well, screw right. the Phillies. I know. I hear you. Um, but yeah, that's my. That's what I think is going on. I. I would. But again, I would hope that if we don't hear something by this week, then I will become. Concerned I, well, I'll give you one. Just a little insight into my uh, some of my favorite teams is mm-hmm. that it's official. Uh huh. Completely off Trey Young. Oh no! Can't get him out of Atlanta fast enough. Oh no! The whole deal is gone. We've done a one eighty. Yeah, hundred percent. That's it. You okay, had your so time. to re- to not a leader. Stand by. He's an undersized <laughs> diva who won't play defense. His dad is a helicopter parent. Oh no! It is a disaster. And here's the deal. Uh-huh. Here's the reality, Trey. Uh-huh. Trey. Uh huh. What contenders trade for that guy? Yeah. Who needs him? You can have him. I know. 100%. We'll give you, we'll give you Reddish back. Two first-rounders. You can, if Reddish doesn't play for you anymore. <laughs> we traded Trey Young for, for uh, we Luka. traded Luka Doncic yeah. for basically Trey Young and DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. Good God almighty, man. Yeah. You're. By the way, the GM who was going to make us the Warriors East, he's been booted. He's out. Did it just happen? Well, he got, you know, he's now reassigned or some nonsense. You, you just to, to recap. They let Herder go, and he's playing like a freaking all-world superstar. <laughs> yeah, the team's a disaster. They're doomed. I hate them. I hate them. I, 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 oh, I, no. Yeah. I wish I didn't have the ticket. You had Hawk fever for I did. a good sure. two and a half years. This is where I'm good. I have the Hawk fever and optimism when it applies. And then when it doesn't, yeah. I'm savvy enough to yeah. realize this team with that guy won't ever win anything. He is a pain in the Arse. That's a shame. Period. Well, you, just to recap, you wanted Luca originally. I did. The Hawks. And I wanted him after the draft. I wanted him the whole time. I tried to believe. And then you hated Trey Young in the summer league. I did. But I think that hated was the him. lingering bit. Possibly. Of, now, understand, Nick. Yeah. We don't get it right all the time. Right. But I remember I was talking about Luca like when he was a 16-year-old. Yeah, you wanted Luca. I, I know wanted Luca for years. And then they went Trey Young, and then you hated him. 
And then Trey Young started to become. Proved it. Ooh. Yeah. And now you got on he board did. and you were 100% yeah. on Trey Young. He's not. And like, the Hawks. His game is not expanded. He's the same guy as he was three years ago. You got to. And he's a terrible leader. It's obviously that, well, the guys don't follow him. He's shooting him. poorly this year, too. That's right? all he does is fire up jumpers. Yeah. And, you know, he's not even the. I, 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 honest to God, I think DeJounte Murray is better than Trey Young. Yeah. And you can't pay a guy to be your superstar yeah. if that's what he's going to be. And so, anyway, so now you're officially off, though. I'm off him. Now, will there. Is there any possibility for a reconciliation, I guess? I don't know, Dan, again, because now the dirty secrets are coming out that have been completely hidden for four that he's a years. Jerk. He's a jerk. Yeah. He doesn't fly with the team. He's a Ooh. big baby. He's uh. fired one coach and wants to. You're not magic there, kid. Yeah, he turned on. Uh, he's ha- turning on. Uh, he's never. Who's your coach now? What's Nate McMillan. Nate. I don't think he's ever seen a gym. Feel free to lift a weight there, noodle arm. Your arms look like a 12-year-old. Oh, no. Do we not lift weights anymore, E.T.? Can I not go to the gym oh, once a week? <laughs> I mean, this guy's hurt all the time. He's uh, a pain uh, in the butt, man. He's okay. balding. All right, well, that's a good way to end the program. Yeah. We'll make the turn for home. Happy New Year. The hell with the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> turn for home next. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL rolling with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, uh, Tony and Mike and uh, Logs is in. It's Check the Tape Tuesday, and uh, a new year is here, and it's certainly a new outlook for the uh, for the Jags. Here we are, man. Want a meaningful football? We got it. Win, and you're in. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the possibility of it basically going into the Lions game. Here's an opportunity. Take advantage of it. And they get blown out in that game, and it's like, well, all right. You know, it was hard to keep the yeah. faith. I mean, I knew that the Titans had a tough stretch coming up, but the Jags yeah. were playing bad football. But we literally had a segment here one day about six weeks ago. Yeah. I said, uh, I'm, I'm being too right. bright-eyed to say, well, the Titans could lose four out of five here. Right. And then the Titans won the week that you <laughs> the said The Green it. Bay game. Uh, right. That's it was the, the Green last Bay game. week that they won a football yeah. game was when y'all were having that conversation. And since then, obviously, they haven't out. won. Yeah. And the Jags haven't lost. Right. You know, since that Detroit game on top of it. Maybe you felt like it was turning when they got the road win against Tennessee, but that the home win against Dallas. I mean, just, yeah, yeah. you know, it's – And the, the way they've the won some games. I'll tell week. you something else that's happened, and we made a lot of it when it was not going their way. But remember the early in the season, the big narrative about all these, you know, and one reason you would be excited is all these one-score games that you lost, right? Sure. Well, now you get to the end of the year, and guess what? Dallas, you win a one-score game. Uh, Baltimore, you win a one-score game. Raiders, you win a one-score game. And, yeah. you know, that happens to play into why the Jags have gone from 2-6 and six to 6-2. Six and two, And now, like, again, Josh Dobbs is coming to town. Doug Peterson has this, this, this whole situation in much more better controlled shape than yeah. Doug Marone ever going to dream. Well, it's, it's certainly the most pressure that this roster has ever yeah. been under. And right? it's also and a it's going to be interesting to see what that's going to do to this team. Now, yeah. I feel pretty good about what they're going to get considering who they have at head coach and who they have at quarterback. Like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be too small for the spotlight on Saturday Night Football yeah. against the Tennessee Titans at home, but – it is a completely different situation for them. You're you're not chasing it anymore. You're controlling it right now, and you're doing it at home against a rival, the rival for this franchise. I'm curious to see how the whole roster reacts to it. I, I've been very impressed too. It's not a like an aspect or that we really talk about. But I'm I'm convinced that the best of these professional coaches have a much better sports psychologists. 
personality to them than the average. I, I mm-hmm. think that you have to be able to, you know, it, keep it real, yet motivate, manage all the egos, manage the disappointment and the successes together. But, I mean, Jacksonville went to Detroit and lost 40-14. to 14. And then we had, like, the tough part of the schedule coming at the Titans and Dallas at home and, you know, at a Jets team that at the time was good and a Titans team that you hadn't beaten in, like, 14 years. So, yeah. you know. Um, He's handled all that. Yeah, in yeah. great shape. So, One all right. Well, Jaguars today is uh, is coming up next. That'll do it to it for us. It's been a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.